two film directors, one trained actor, and Jackie are here to bring you the 500th episode of Stinker Madness. Buckle up, buttercup. This is Stinker Mad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to our 500th episode. You have made it quite a long ways in this journey with us, uh, fellow listener. Uh, thank you for everybody who has taken part in all seven jillion hours of this podcast that we started way back in, I think, 2014. So also seven years of doing this. Um, this week, we've got Deep Lucy, uh, a classic stinker uh, from 1999. 99. 99. Yeah. Uh, and with us uh, to commemorate this special occasion is our most frequent and lovable guest. Tucker is here. Aww, to, you guys. To join us. Yeah. Thanks uh, for having we, me. We thought, yeah, it wouldn't be the same without you since you've done uh, so much for us and you'll probably have to do so much more for us again. Uh, <laughs> Jackie's here. I've got a special song. <clears throat> okay. To commemorate our 500th episode, uh-huh. Sam, he likes sandwiches, Sando Sam. He's a co-host with Justin, who just tells us what's going on. Yeah, it's Justin. I thought you had this prepared. <laughs> I, I do. Quite. <laughs> and then there's me. Yeah, the queen. Yeah, and our special guest, Truck and Tucker. Truck and Tucker. Yeah. Huh. 500. There's not even alliteration in Truck and Tucker. It doesn't rhyme. If it was Trucker Tucker, that would work, but it's Truck and Tucker. Hey, man, it's the best I could do off the top of my head, okay? You're right. I didn't have her prepared. I'm just winging it like I always do. I'm not going to cheat out our listeners now. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> They've been waiting all all 500 episodes for one of your songs. They love my songs. Uh-huh. Uh, Sam, why don't we get to you? Uh, and why don't you take over and tell us what you know about the masterpiece that is Deep Blue Sea? There's really one thing that's way more interesting than anything else about Deep Blue Sea. And that's that Tom Jane actually filmed a scene with swimming with a real shark. And they had to shoot it last in case he died. Oh, what? <laughs> They're like, Tom Jane, you are expendable. <laughs> oh my god what mean expendable tom jane okay so he's has to swim with sharks last what did did you find out what type of shark he had to swim with is it mako shark i think aren't makos pretty super nasty? dangerous yeah i mean they're not great whites obviously and you know i mean okay well, i'll i'll bitch about shark movies later but um and and praise this movie for one thing but i think Tigers are more dangerous, but Makos are like third or fourth most dangerous. Here's the thing. Okay. I guess the more most interesting of the boring bullshit is, is that we don't know shit about sharks still. Like this was done when we we're like, my God, we've finally learned about sharks. They don't get cancer. They don't sleep. Mm-hmm. They sleep and they get cancer. Oh, they do. Huh? So everything that like every time we start to really discover the smallest thing about sharks, what we really know is. We don't know shit about sharks. We should just because talk the to tiger them. shark is supposed to be completely dangerous. But I just watched a documentary like a year and a half ago with people swimming with the damn things. It mm-hmm. depends on what region they're in. It's like 
They're like dogs. That shark's mean. That one's not. Okay. It's and the like time of day and the weather. Everything anyone says about sharks is like bullshit. Statistically, the bull shark has more attacks on humans than anything else. I guess. Yeah, bull shark. I've, I'm familiar with that as well. They also like to wear leather jackets, and they have their Mm-mm. fin pierced. Right. <laughs> you know, you know who it yeah. was that pointed out the incongruencies with science as it pertains to sharks that I was reading about Rennie Harlan. <laughs> okay. He's good for uh. something every once in a while. He's like, yeah, we made this movie that was supposed to be the science. Turns out it was all bullshit. Whatever. <laughs> Rennie also Harlan. said that this was, this was <laughs> Rennie also said this was the hardest movie uh, he ever made, which harder uh, than cutthroat Island. Did that seem hard to make? Uh, it seemed or hard, hard to, to film because there was a lot of uh, set pieces and expensive uh, sequences and dangerous stunts in that. A lot of opportunity well, for things to go harder. wrong. But I guess I think I all like, of it went wrong. Yeah, I feel like Cutthroat Island had like a like a notoriously troubled production, if I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, Rennie was directing it. <laughs> yeah, that usually that usually does it. Did you know why Gina Davis divorced Rennie Harlan? Because he's the dollar store James Cameron. No, he uh, her divorce became final from him right after her personal secretary bore his child. Oh, <laughs> okay. All class. Did she get class paid act. for that? Was was that in her job description? Boning mm. Rennie yeah. and then burying his child? I uh-huh. I don't think it would have been. Okay. All right. You never know what it these seems- wacky Hollywood types, you know? <laughs> Boy. She did get overtime, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Gina Davis's stipulation is that you have to have sex with my husband so that I don't have to. Right? I Yeah. I, I'd no, buy it. I don't think so. I think he was. I think he's. I think that was a bad move. It was bad. Okay. Uh, was Deep Blue Sea a success? Yes, it uh, raked in 165 million against a reported 65, but actual 82 million dollar budget. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. 100,099. Yeah. Apparently, the, the wow. fake sharks. The animatronic shark was the bulk of it, and uh, Skarsgård, out of the corner of his eye, when he first came into the room with the animatronic shark, thought it was a real dead shark, so they did a good job with that, Yeah. despite only using it for a combined five minutes of, of screen time. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. They, they CGI'd the rest of it, and it is aging poorly? Yeah. Boy, howdy. It, it looked... It was terrible at the time. I saw... The last time I saw this was in the theater. Uh-huh. Oh, and wow. I remember thinking it was like uh, so bad that like when I saw like things like Python and things like that, I was like, it is just as good as Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> <laughs> That's your bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my yeah, it looks looks just the same. I'm like, why is the original Jurassic Park still look better than almost all of this stuff? It's weird. We've been actually talking about Jurassic Park a lot lately. Um Surprisingly, I just watched another video about Jurassic Park. Um, the <laughs> what one thing that I lo- I also learned that they did, and this is total non sequitur, um, is they used the Stan Winston dummy 
model, the giant mm-hmm. two-story T-Rex, basically, and yeah. put it in places like uh, where they would use it, then light the uh, set so that they had the CGI people had a reference on how the lighting would look and shadows and all that when they had to do the compositing. So they had basically a model to work with so that they could, instead of just doing textures, they could do all of the, um, they had to hand draw all the shadows too, was the other thing. They didn't have ambient occlusion at this point in time. So they didn't have AI that could uh, make shadows. They had to hand draw every single shadow, which is nuts to me. Um, and they were really good, talented wow. artists and very hard workers, Tucker. That's, an, you know, another thing. <laughs> the, yeah. the devil is in the detail. These, yeah. That's the size of it. Yeah. So yeah. these lazy, on this lazy like, so-and-sos they have nowadays. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're like, oh, the computers make it happen. Put the sharks in the computers. It'll be fine. I'm going to go find some unknocked up secretaries. <laughs> <laughs> Fix that little problem. <laughs> um, what about Saffron Burrow, Sam? Why and what how about her? and where did she go? Who the hell is she? Who is she? Who, Who is, she? is she? She's in all sorts of shit. She's got an Amazon okay. original. I looked really? at the movies. I'm like, yeah, you're in stuff. Who the fuck are you? Apparently, she's got a promiscuous personal life. Uh, swings both oh, ways. Huh. Hey. I don't know. I don't know who this person is. She's the underwear lady in Deep Blue Sea to me. <laughs> <laughs> she's also in Starship Troopers. No, that's uh, Dina Meyer, honey. Nice try. Oh. Sim- similar looking women. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, not, yeah. not the same person. Oh, now I'm disappointed. Good try. Dina Meyer has a much more prolific career that I could name. Mm, no, I can't. <laughs> can't think of anything off the top oh, of my head. Yeah, Julie. Saffron Burroughs was also in Troy. Oh, uh, she was okay. not Helen. She was... Uh, uh, Helen's Ag- ugly friend. Agamemnon's wife, wasn't she? Something like that, yeah. Or maybe Odysseus? I don't remember. I, I barely remember Troy. It's yeah. A, it's it Yeah, that one's... I, I watched it about two years ago to make sure I hated it, mm-hmm. and it took me three <laughs> fucking tries wow. to get all the way through that goddamn thing. <clears throat> wow. I couldn't uh, tell Speaking you of 500 things that, you know, may have been left hanging in the 500 episodes i haven't not reported what happens when i watch the rest of exodus gods and kings mm-hmm. i'm still at the same spot that we were 130 episodes i have a hard time <laughs> trying to put that in the- <laughs> oh man it's a tall hurdle i guess good thing we updated yeah, stuff <laughs> All right, I guess you're yep. uh, you're done. We're ready to get into this bad boy. <laughs> two whole facts. Way to go, yeah, Sam. Two facts. <laughs> Five hundred episode. <laughs> there was a ton of uninteresting stuff about this movie because it's just a Hollywood turd, right? <laughs> uh-huh. The fact right. that Tom Jane was considered expendable to the right. point they're like, we're gonna do a scene with you and a shark. Also, we're gonna make sure that all your other stuff doesn't need callbacks because eh. <laughs> maybe it was an act of. Maybe it was an act of mercy. They were like, they were like, oh, you had this. We we saw so much promise in you and boogie nights, and then uh, suddenly you you just did deep blue sea. Maybe you want to ride this shark and see what happens. Yeah, what do you got to lose at this point? Did you guys? Speaking of boring bullshit, the uh, hello cool J does the the song at the end, right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. shark rap. Did you? 
Did you Deepest, listen? Bluest. I yeah, I got it written down. Okay, cause, no, because this I've got a couple of things that I think I heard, but if you're if you got this well, song, just, you should just roll with it right now because it's something. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I just wrote down because the chorus was, I mean, the whole thing was ridiculous. But then it was like he was the shark, like that's the narrator of the song was the shark, rapping shark, and then, uh, yeah, and then the chorus was deepest, bluest. My hat is like a shark fin. That's what I yeah. too. My hat is like a shark fin. What the fuck is that? So I feel like. He is half man, half shark, but mostly man <laughs> thinking he's a shark because at one he's point he gets a, a lap dance. Okay. <laughs> and I don't yeah, know if lap. sharks can get lap dances. <laughs> That's another question mark about sharks that we still haven't cleared up, you know. Yeah. We go back and forth. Sharks getting lap dances. We're yeah, not every- real sure. <laughs> Everything you think you know, you know, just you don't know. And there's like a sample. I don't know if it's a sample or if it's produced in with the song it's it's i think it's a guitar but it just sounds like a cat meowing every once in a while it's like, <laughs> like so there's shark lap dances and cats in this rap song this is crazier than cool keith uh, right <laughs> where are we at on ll cool j everybody do we have a consensus on how we feel i don't have much feeling about him one way or another honestly he's, he's about as high on my radar as saffron burrows yeah well, and I thought yeah. at one point he was, was like a big sex, sexy guy with these lips. And- His name mm. is Ladies Love Cool James. Uh, oh, so he oh. he self-proclaimed himself he, a ladies man. That is correct. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the whole but Jesus his, thing is a real turn but he's, he's not Cool J- James. Did you say James? I thought it was James. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's not cool James. He's ladies love cool James. Right, 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 right. Like that's just a weird name. <laughs> so who's cool like, James? Who's cool James? <laughs> he's cool yeah. a shark that gets lap dances. <laughs> <laughs> and where's a shark fin hat? <laughs> My hat is like a shark's fin. What? I is wanted, that? I, I was torn between the I Heart NYC and the shark fin hat, but I went with the shark fin hat. <laughs> Okay. I all right, knew somebody that worked with a radio station in one of their crap shit festivals he headlined. Mm-hmm. And she said that when LL walked into the room, nothing but wet panties. Like, it's real. Okay. Like, he's really? the sex. Yeah. She said, like, See, every woman that worked at that radio station was like, LL sploosh. Huh. Now, I'm not a lady that works at a radio station. I don't know. But <laughs> I would say it does. It does not translate to the screen because I don't think I wasn't very impressed with his even just his presence on screen. Honestly, I was kind of like, eh, I will say a little lacking that I was expecting Coolio in Dracula 2000 and I didn't get Coolio. He was better than Mm. Coolio in this movie. I don't know if that's much of a bar, but he was better than Coolio. Oh, come on now. I mean, it would have been better if he was worse, right? Uh, no, Coolio's so bad. Come on, guys. Bird Coolio's... carried him through this movie. Yeah, he did have a, a good... Uh, they couldn't even give the bird a name. It's just so, bird. Someone to bounce. You know, right. The bird, yeah. Their on-screen the, chemistry. And the bird was up for sexiest actor in this movie because mm-hmm. he had a whipped cream scene. Yeah. With his little yeah. weird bird tongue. <laughs> 
and a foul mouth. <laughs> I think they missed an opportunity to put LL in an eye patch when he had the bird. I think that that was very missed. Oh, that would have been like, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. And a pig leg and a really hook. missed out on that. Oh, well, you just the eye patch would have been good enough. And then he could have like used the hook in battle and the pig leg like the he, the shark bites his leg and he's like, ha ha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or like he has the eye patch and you think that he's lost his eye, but he's like, he just takes it off because he was using it like as a grease shield because he was cooking so hot. Ah, and then like winks. That would be a Rennie Harlan joke, I think. It is. How funny. He uses an eye patch as protection, not as because he only has one eye. I'm Rennie Harlan. Uh, who wants to make a baby with me? Okay, let's do this, guys. Uh, we should we should have mentioned that uh, if you would like to watch this, it's currently streaming for free on HBO Max, uh, but you've probably seen it a thousand times, and it's in every uh, DVD bin that you can possibly get your hands on for probably about five bucks. I think it's on Pluto, too. Is Pluto a subscription? Uh, no, Pluto's free, but I think no, you got to do ads and all that. Yeah. So. I didn't want to do the ads, so I actually just spent the two ninety nine on a Voodoo because I was running behind. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like how, you know, all of us grew up with TV where you had to watch the ads, and now it's like, oh, fuck, ads. Yeah, I, I struggle to do it. Mm-hmm. I struggle. Uh, anyways, okay, here yeah. we go. Um, so, movie starts out, opens up on some uh, buttholes on a yacht. Uh, I don't know how these uh, kids get their their yacht life that they got that we mm-hmm. all think that we should get a look at, but we don't get to have yacht life. And so I think that these people should no. die. <laughs> I yeah, I hate them it's already. That we, we can't get there because we haven't taken the first step, which is that. Kenny Loggins, Michael McDonald album. You mm-hmm. have to put that on in vinyl, and then yeah, your yacht life work. Yacht life works itself well, it's, out. It's more of that. a sailboat, I believe. This, but the I don't really know what the difference. Can we is. can we say like even even before we see the sailboat like under like it's it's trying to like evoke Jaws already because like the scores mm-hmm. giving you like this like two note repi- repi- uh, repetitious thing at the very beginning. Which is like, uh-huh, okay. And the and the watery Warner Brothers logo and all that. And then you immediately get like a POV shot underneath of the boat, which is totally evocative of Jaws. Yeah. And uh yeah, so like already. And then they introduce all the douchebags on the sailboat. Yeah. Yeah, they're and they're great. I love them because the one guy says the one couple comes over to the other couple and the guy says to him, We're having a party, man. <laughs> That's the line. Like I think he knows. <laughs> He's at the party. Yeah, I've been here this whole time, Phil. That's weird. I mean, <laughs> are you mental? I was like, do I have the descriptive audio on? What's happening? <laughs> That's like <laughs> he, he said. What we're misunderstanding is that uh, that uh, Phil is a little touched per se, and and that's his oh, that's oh, his only oh, okay. thing that he ever really says is. He just gets happy and he's like, we're having a party, party man. man. Like goes to the movie, <laughs> says that, uh, yeah. eats, eats a sandwich. Oh. Well, now I feel like, now is I feel he, like an asshole, Justin. Thanks. Is he drinking a diet Pepsi <laughs> Yeah, right. or was it actually a beer? I, I don't remember. <laughs> I think I wrote down diet Pepsi. Like, I don't think yeah. you are having a party. That's a diet Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, That's uh, he's trying to convince the boat, everyone. The boat gets bumped. <laughs> Uh, oh, what the heck was that? Gary, did you do that? Was that your stomach again? Uh, and the wine gets knocked over, <laughs> spilling into the ocean 
in its yeah icky, gooey, red, fluidy stuff that sharks love, right? This shark is advanced, right, though, they, so like, he really likes wine. Is that? Yeah. Are they, was this just coincidence, <laughs> yeah, or was, was Renny Harlan implying that the shark is going to be like, oh, it thinks it's blood? <laughs> no, this shark is a wino. Yeah. He's, he's been <laughs> raised sure. on wine and cheese, and he can smell the cheese on the boat. It might just be the guy's balls, but we're not real sure. The shark is willing to take a chance. But then once the wine hits the water, the shark is sure that this is a party, man. Yeah. And he's got to get he's his like, a party, man. <laughs> or the shark actually likes good wine, and he's like, I'm going to kill these sangria drinking motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Charles Schaub? <laughs> Spent all the money on the yacht, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right so the shark comes up uh it, it it comes up through the middle splitting the wood that uh this thing is a weird i again i, I don't know what this thing is because it's like a catamaran sailboat there's two I, holes that's what it is okay i didn't know that this that was a thing that existed but okay um and so all did of you them fall the- in the water did you notice the really expensive unnecessary shot from directly above the boat the chopper shot? Hmm. No, there's a shot that's a still like it, they've got a camera locked on a mast or something, and it just shoots directly down from the uh, the just directly overhead that little sailboat. And I just looked at it and I was like, wow, that's not doing anything for this movie. And that setup had to take all day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hmm. My favorite part about this is when they fall off the boat. Uh huh. And the guy headbutts his girlfriend oh off the boat. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was an accident that really happened. He, like, totally bonked her. That happened a lot, apparently, in this movie. Oh. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk later when other things, but, like, when they'd let go of the water, shit got real because there was no way to really predict what was going to happen. And Rennie was like, oh, this is working good for the movie. So, yeah, they slipped. He really bonked her head. No one liked it. Wasn't how it was supposed to go. 32 stitches later. (laughs) Hey, who produced this? Alec Baldwin? Mm, Too soon. Too soon? Okay. All right. Let me know when that isn't too soon. Uh, Because I've got a lot. (laughs) Got ammo. They just came out with a new... too soon. (laughs) Oh, God damn it. Uh, okay. All right. Ew. So tour tour in the water. Get get out. Get out. Climb. Pull me up. Pull me up. The shark's coming. About to chomp him, and then shoot shoot. Two harpoons hit it, and cut to yeah. Tom Jane's sweet smoldery cool guy looks. He does a turn mm-hmm. like the movie has been telling us. You're watching Jaws, and then Tom Jane turns to the camera after harpooning and stopping this. Shark, like, I can't get yeah, these people. How is that happening, yeah. by the way? Hey. Like, how is that physically happening? <laughs> yeah, so the shark's like, oh, I stopped an inch short of eating this person. And Tom Jane turns to the camera and goes, fuck Jaws with his icy cold good looks. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. I also want to know how long he'd been creeping and, out. Like, just watching these people make out and having a party uh-huh. before he was like, eh, the shark's probably going to get that. Yeah. The shark likes wine. Did you I'll just hang there? out here. Yeah. In the dark, I'm going to turn off my boat lights, and I'm just going to float and see what happens. There's That's the yeah. only way it could happen. 
He's being a creeper. Yeah. He, he like he's a, he's his, a night, night floating perv. <laughs> his sudden appearance doesn't work. There's no way he could be like cruising along in his jet boat, even if it's super fast and like nobody hears him coming. Like, hey, do you hear something off in the distance? And then that a shark attack happens. No, he has been sitting there waiting. I think he's even using them as bait. Like, this is the only way I'm going to get this <laughs> yeah. shark. So what do we call if, if he's not a peeping Tom, right? Because this is a water thing and he's not peeping in any windows. What is it called? What are we calling this? Peeping SpongeBob? It's a it's a, it's a, it's a night floating perv. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with Tucker. That's a pretty good one. The night floater. <laughs> the night floating perv. Yeah. Did you guys hear like way in the background of that moment when he turns to the camera, like after he gives his fuck you Jaws look, uh, did you hear like deep in the soundtrack, you could hear Jaws say, now fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) What did I do? I'm pretty sure it's there. (laughs) Bruce is pissed. All right. So uh, cut to a chopper landing on a high rise uh, and Saffron Burroughs coming out. Her character's name is Dr. McAllister. Uh, I believe she's related to the McAllisters because she's also awful. Um, and she's getting yelled at, uh, because one, this shark that attacked the party otters, uh, escaped from her facility because she's conducting, uh, medical research on sharks and the higher ups that finance this whole thing are like, Hey, you not Got let them escape again, right? I don't know. I think this is an acceptable uh, acceptable cost of business. I mean... Shark escape? Well, you know, if it's only one yacht and four idiots, right? Mm-hmm. So, basically... Right. They they hit a rock, mm-hmm. and you just let it go as a accident. Okay. And, you know, you pay off the families a little bit, and you're fine. So, there's like a, there's like a recall level like like where it's explained in fight club that like it's only they're only going to issue a recall if enough people die like we have an acceptable collateral damage dollar amount that if we get to then we say okay shut it down but we'll let some people die along the way i think this boat is a rental it's insured (laughs) see see pharmaceutical companies right Mm. yeah yeah i guess that's true yeah yeah I like I've I've seen this movie five or six times, so I didn't really stick to the dialogue all that hard. I was grabbing a Pepsi when this happened and I was across the room still watching it. And it was I was I thought about backing it up, but I've seen it so many times. I know what happens here. It was more fun to watch this without being able to hear what they're saying. (laughs) And this is what I was able to discern (laughs) from this scene is that Saffron Burroughs has a pouty face mm-hmm. and the L- Samuel L. Jackson looks at her and says, do I look like a man that has pouty faces work on him? <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it does. And that goes back and forth. It, you know, uh-huh. it doesn't. He's, no, I'm coming to the island, I guess. Because she was just going to be yeah. like, sweep it under the rug. Uh, everything's fine. Oh, yeah, she does fine. say that she's going to continue What's- with her research with or without financing. Was Ronnie Cox kind of a non-player in Ronnie that scene? Cox even in your version, Ronnie Cox is the point two. They're like uncredited, or he's credited, so he got paid. Mm-hmm. 
I accuse that of being a shot from another movie that was left on the cutting room floor. It does not have quite the same lighting. I do not think Ronnie Cox is really in this movie. Ooh. I think that he got some kickdown for like providing a stock shot. It's like, you know, what? isn't there, a, the isn't scene there a wide shot of them sitting there together? Is there? I only I saw him in the so. one. There That's is ridiculous. one shot where you both of them in the room. Yeah. Why would you is bring in Ronnie Cox and not give him a line? He yeah, is, and I was like, just trying to rem- remember, is this the the only time he's in the movie? The yeah. only time. Yeah. yeah, what the hell? Yeah, really so weird. weird. It's, especially in this scene, like, you, if you've got pouty face versus guy who yells motherfucker, <laughs> you can get some real snark out of Ronnie Cox. Like, he mm-hmm. could have worked in here. Or yeah. don't bring him in at all and just do a Hitchcockian cameo. Put yourself in that role there, Rennie. Well, this is the 90s, and let's let's face it. There's no uh, there's no black guy in charge of a pharmaceutical company. Oh, they had to have the white guy there just to yep. offer it. Yeah, okay. yep. because yeah. Nobody, it's not right. going to be believable. This is 1999. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. You wouldn't want you wouldn't want people to walk out in the scene and be like, well, this movie is totally not realistic. That's right. <laughs> Got to put Was, the white guy in there. <laughs> <laughs> was Ronnie Cox Senator Trent? I think so. Hmm. Maybe that's why they brought him in. Because the blood bank. <laughs> <laughs> the He's already been bank. there. Yeah, right. right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I don't think it was Ronnie Cox. I think he's in a different movie. Uh, Samuel L. His character's <laughs> name is Russell. His last name. I couldn't be bothered with his first name. Uh, he He's on board. He's like, okay. All right, you seem like uh, an obstinate uh, a person that uh, I should probably replace in this position because you're clearly going to be problems later. You uh, have a, a problem with authority and following uh, instructions. Um, so I'm going to go check out your facility, see what you're up to down there. Uh, and uh, so he jumps on her plane. Yeah. Not only is she a biochemist, she's also a pilot. She flies the plane. <laughs> like... Okay, maybe a little much. That guy from Jurassic Park didn't need a pilot either. Jurassic World. Yeah, it's true. He also crashed we, into we a pterodactyl thing. <laughs> so I don't know how great a pilot he was. Yeah, they actually did need somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, so they fly down to this re- research facility. It's this big offshore, uh, basically cage uh, with a lab in it. There's three levels. Uh, that go underneath the water. The sharks are penned in by titanium stretchy fences, and uh, which I guess go all the way down to the seafloor. I'm not real sure. Um, also, we should mention that at the bottom of the seafloor is like what appears to be a Russian submarine. Doesn't even come into play ever in this movie, but it's there. Uh, and uh, down at the very bottom is their med lab where they can bring in a shark and do the research on it. They've got a James Bond villain lair. They do. Yeah, very much. Yeah. yeah. And we should also mention that uh, during the flight, this is the first time we hear about uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character of Russell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Russell is a world explorer and he saved some people from an avalanche. Yeah. This comes up like 15 yeah. million fucking times. It uh, saved mm-hmm. some people. Some of them got saved. Some. Some. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not all of them. Some, some is the operative word. <laughs> um, okay, so we got everybody out. It's just yeah. the two of them ended up in the toilet afterwards. Oh. <laughs> Can I say like, <laughs> uh, yeah? Um, <laughs> Can I say like before 
before I started this movie, I watched the trailer because I have, like I said, I haven't seen it in 22 years, I guess. And what I remember is the Samuel L. Jackson part where we'll talk about eventually. Um, that's basically all I remembered. And I went to the uh, description on HBO Max and it was like, uh, Alzheimer's researcher, uh, blah, 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 human, uh, sharks get smart, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's what this movie's about? <laughs> you only, I, like, I don't remember any of he that. He only remembers the Donner Pass deal. <laughs> I just remember the bad CGI and the Samuel L. Jackson scene. <laughs> I have seen this five or six times. It wasn't that long ago when we watched it for fun to make sure it was an episode. And I remembered nothing except Tom Jane was in it, and there was a lot of <laughs> gratuitous LOL Cool J. That's all I remember having seen it and watching it again. I'm just like, okay, I forgot all of this shit happened. Yeah, no kidding. I actually yeah. had a mistake on it as well uh, that will burn at the end. But the person who survives at the end, I didn't think was the person who survives at the end. Um, anyways, so uh, he they're coming in. He lands, he's getting a tour of the outside of the facility, and he sees Carter in the water with a shark, Tom Jane. Uh, and he's like, oh hey, hey, help that guy. That guy's in that water with them sharks. Get him. Somebody. And Tom Jane's like, I don't need anyone else. There it is again. Uh, is this the scene? The yeah. last scene? The last scene. That Sam's talking about where they... <laughs> is this the final oh, scene they shot? I imagine. We're swimming the I'm sharks. imagining this yeah. is... Which, at when you see it, if this is it, that did not need to be Tom Jane. No, no, it <laughs> no, did not. A shark person, <laughs> but they're probably like, he's like, what? There's no shark people that we can get to do this, and they all turn to him and go, shark people. <laughs> yeah, and Lo Cool J's over there, like, my hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> I can do the scene. I can do it. <laughs> I'm like a shark person. <laughs> Just. Get some strippers. That shark will calm right down. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so so he sees him. He's riding the shark, and he's like, "Whoa, that guy's cool." Um, I wonder if he could have babies with uh, Gina Davis's secretary, um, because that's what you know all the ladies are thinking too. That man rides a shark. Well, and I think this is supposed to be like the mm. ladies sex appeal thing right like you want this man he can tear a license plate out of a shark's mouth mm -hmm. with a fucked up grill yeah. that's what women look for right yep. that was the same license plate from jaws or made to look as if it was the same license plate from jaws oh, ha, ha, oh ha, ha. another fuck you jaws <laughs> moment <laughs> well that's weird uh yeah I, I, that's <laughs> two sharks ate the same license plate <laughs> what are the odds, what are the odds? insane stop dumping your trash in the ocean you buttholes the 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 dead shark the shark wasn't even alive to be like dude you gotta try this <laughs> i mean what are the odds <laughs> they, they, they they recovered the license plate and bring it back to the original owner and the original owner is like oh cool thanks and then just chucks it back into the ocean <laughs> i don't need this like, i haven't owned that car in 30 years can't and get rid of this it's like a ouija plate. board yeah. <laughs> okay so uh he gets out and he throws some shade at russell like oh rich guy's here huh well i'm a tough guy and you're a rich guy and we aren't supposed to get along because yeah 
I don't yeah. care that you rescued those people. It's exactly. Rescued. Um. Yeah. So he meets the rest of the crew and gets a tour of the place. And uh, everybody's leaving, though. Everybody's leaving. There, there's like 20 people on this facility on a normal given day, but they're all leaving the day before their biggest research test. It's the freaking weekend. Yeah. Because they've really played fast and loose with the rules here. And they're like, we're getting everybody that works here off so we can bring this shark that is a, a abomination in and do things that are completely illegal. Everybody get mm-hmm. out of here. We're about to do the thing that we brought you all here to do. Except for Jimmy. He was just shark food. Well, they didn't need him that week. He still has a job. Like, this is the culmination of all their research is extracting some goop out of the shark and testing it to see if it will help with uh, uh, brain decay. And everybody leaves. Yeah, but this is the part, though, that we get introduced to Soprano. uh, Sister Soprano. Sister Soprano. Janice. Janice Soprano. Janice Soprano. That's what I said. I was yeah. like, that's Tony Soprano's sister. Yep. It's uh, Ada Tatruro. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's uh, Tony yeah. Soprano's sister on The Sopranos. Like, Tatruro? Like, related? I don't know if there's a relation. Do you know, Sam? We'll find out right now. That'd be cool. And she's just pretty much playing Janice from The Sopranos. Little, uh, mm-hmm. little Joan John. Little uh, Virginia Michael. You know, little Hollywood brother sister type thing. I like those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does not appear that they are related. God damn it! Wow. Huh. All right. Well, that's no fun. Well, she's got great <laughs> sense of music, and she's blaring it over the radio as everybody's getting the fuck off. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, everybody leaves. We get introduced to LL Cool J, the cook slash preacher slash rapper. Um, and then it's feeding time. Which I think is cannibalism. They feed a shark to the sharks, right? Yeah. It's fun yeah. that Rennie was like, we tried to do the science, but science failed us. Whereas in the writing, they're <laughs> like, these sharks only eat other sharks. And that doesn't make one bit of dietary sense for how a shark's metabolism works. They need to eat things that have a lot of fatty matter. Right? So, yeah, okay. So they they uh they eat this shark up and they eat it pretty good. It's very piranha-esque. Like they lots of biting and chomping little little bites, tiny bites. Chop, 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 chop. Well, what the best part about this though is that uh you know, license plate guy mm-hmm. who got the license plate out, that's the same shark. So he pretty much just went in there and ripped out the license plate so the shark could die like 5 minutes later. Huh. No, I think it's a different shark because that was the gen one or something and then they're bringing in other sharks that are food doesn't make any sense they seem like they'd be too hard to catch yeah just let's not miss the most important part of this moment is holy shit it looks dumb yeah it looks real <laughs> dumb. <laughs> also, I'm, so bad nope i'm hung up on it they're like it only <laughs> eats other sharks they'll eat a cow when uh-huh. they get hungry you're letting these sharks be a little too picky eaters. <laughs> Remember when they lowered we that cow? We only eat sharks. Remember when they lowered that cow into the Velociraptor pen? That was a cow, not another Velociraptor. You yeah, know? exactly. Go buy a tuna. You can buy 
fish at a market. They're actually called fish markets. They, I don't think that they sell whole sharks. And also, sharks are hard to catch. Yeah. Just get a big <laughs> fish. <laughs> Just toss a cow in there. They'll eat it. Trust me. <laughs> Morons. They, I mean, the idiot plot hasn't even fired up. And Sam, you've stumbled upon it. We're already in the idiot plot. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's pre-idiot plot. <laughs> I've never seen a movie Proto do idiot that. plot. Proto idiot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, that goes well, I guess. Um, and uh, Doctor McAllister, she she gets called out of bed like Doctor McAllister, you need it out where the sharks live. And so she's like, oh, really? I was having such a nice sleep. And she gets out and she's all by herself and there's dramatic mm. music and then lights click on. Happy birthday. And right before this, right, when she's like, it, they're making it all dramatic, like she's going to get eaten. I'm like, I bet this is a surprise birthday party. Sure shit. So, whoa. Again, you, you guessed it right, even though we watched this two years ago. Right. I don't oh. remember this movie from two years ago. Shots fired. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a butthole. <laughs> I mean, 500 episodes later, he's still a little asswipe. <laughs> I'm not being an asshole to you. I'm being an asshole to this movie. We have established it is <laughs> <It's>, not memorable. <laughs> it's forgettable. Russell shows up on a Friday when everybody's leaving. The head of the research facility's birthday is on Saturday, and their biggest test, the whole reason why this research facility exists, is on Sunday, and on Friday, everybody goes home. <laughs> yep. Okay. Nobody likes her. I don't think anybody likes her. Nobody was going to sign the card, well, so they were like, hmm. yeah, just go. Uh, my sister's got a thing. I got to go home. Like, dumb. It's Aloha Friday. <laughs> Fuck it. Yep, we're out of here. All right, so it's not a real fun party. Everybody kind of just stands around and flexes at each other like, uh, you're a dickhead. No, no, you're a dickhead. That's because, but no one ever says, we're having a party, man. And so no one <laughs> knows what to do. <laughs> there was some dancing. The Janice character is dancing with a person who appears in this scene dancing that I don't really think is in this movie. I, I don't see that person in the Hawaiian shirt before or ever again, this dancing thing that happens. You notice that there's no wine at this party either because that wino mm -hmm. shark is down there now and they're like, oh no. Yeah, you gotta be careful. You gotta yeah. stay sober for your operation on Sunday. No, no, you can drink other things, just not the wine because if it gets the, if it gets the scent of the wine, mm -hmm. it'll get up and eat people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or it'll Well, just they're so picky, down. that's why... It was killing those kids for the cheap wine. As long as it's like a bottle of 62 Chateau Noir, it'll be fine. <laughs> oh. But they just have like barrels of cheap wine to chum the ocean <laughs> to bring in the food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta catch a shark. What's the bait? <laughs> Ernest and Julio Gano. <laughs> 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 yeah, Vic Vic Morrow had uh, Quint had no idea what he was talking about when he was like, "You look at a shark's eye; it's a dead eye. It looks like a doll's eye." It's because the shark is hammered on wine, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sharks chase yeah. him because he's so drunk they can smell it on him. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a storm a brewing, of course. In all these movies, there has to be a storm a brewing. 
storm. Some, I guess it's a tropical storm. It's not a hurricane or anything. They at least didn't toss in a hurricane in this movie, but it's on its way. And Janice sees it and she's like, oh, that seems important. Goodbye. <laughs> Doesn't say anything to anybody about it. No, she does because they go and they turn off like the propane and like they start batting down the hatches. Like they raise the gates up because there's going to be swelling. No, they raise the, the mm. gates, the fence up because Tom Jane thinks the sharks are jumping over the fence. <laughs> That's how that one got out. Free Willy. <laughs> <laughs> He's standing underneath the shark as it jumps over him. The shark's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> They're chumming the water so I gotta go get mine. <laughs> Here's a bad joke that no one's gonna get. The shark jumps over the guy and is like, take that Fonzarelli. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be first that's the first of at least two jump the shark jokes. In Russia, shark jumps you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I'm hurting. My stomach hurts. <laughs> uh, we made it to we made it to four ninety nine and a half, guys. I gotta shut this one down. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, water visibility is at zero, and uh, I guess we're on Sunday now. Like, uh, it's time to do the test. Is uh, is that the day we're on? Yeah. Okay. I think it's Saturday. Okay. And what happens to the end is like, no, you're going, it has to be Sunday because of how the timeline yeah. works out. So yeah, they, they got so hammered at that party. They slept through Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it's now Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Carter goes this in. This movie sucks. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case the listeners forgot. <laughs> Carter goes in, and I guess he his job is like to guide the shark into. What's he doing down there? He's got a bottle of wine. He's uncorking it, and he's, uh -huh. he's making a trail to the shark catching machine. <laughs> he's in like a tube, like a fence tube yeah. that only he can be in. Does that fence tube lead into the research facility, or is the point that he has to get in the water at some point and manually swim a shark into the shark holder bay? Uh, the latter is the plan, and that's what is executed. That seems like a bad right. plan. It is. They like, could, it's not just that Tom know. Jane's expendable. <laughs> Carter is expendable. Like, Oh, hey, yeah. It's whole yeah, like everything a bad plan in this movie. So if you put a listing no on Indeed plans. for shark handler, the applicants that you get will not actually be shark handlers, right? <laughs> because there you, aren't any. They're usually ex-cons just trying to, you know, meet the terms of their parole, uh -huh. not ruffle any feathers. You know what yep. I mean? That's what you look for when you need a guy that is a shark guider. Push, mm -hmm. pusher, yeah. pusher of sharks. <laughs> Shark aligner. Yeah. Shark wrangler. Yeah. Um, okay. So what he does. You know why? Huh? Oh, go ahead. I'll save this one. What he does is he goes in the water and the shark's coming after him and he thinks he's got him. Oh, but he's more of a clever girl than the shark is a clever girl because he uses his scuba gear, I guess, to 
be like, I'm over here, shark. But really, he's over there. And the shark is like, ha, 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 gotcha. And he's like, no, you don't. I'm on you. Let's go over here. Where's the other yeah. shark? The other two sharks. There's three sharks in I total. Think the one shark, they have two, they have two uh, pens or whatever. The version one is by itself in the one pen, and then the other two are in the other pen, I guess. Okay. Either way, there is a shark at large mm-hmm. while he's pulling his funny business on the one shark, and they've been seen pack hunting already. And commented yeah. on pack hunting. Yeah, they even the take out the cameras. Just, yeah. What is that other shark doing? Yeah. You can't get away with that in a post-clever girl uh, world, you know? Yeah. I don't know. He's uh, drinking. Yeah. It's like, <sighs> okay. Oh, that, he put some wine out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shark's getting drunk. <laughs> getting a lap dance. <laughs> from a moray uh, probably, eel. Yeah. <laughs> they got him the into the VIP shark? room to distract him. Yeah, he's like, I <laughs> opened bottle a bottle service, sir. Yeah, I, I kept the other shark away from me by opening a bottle of seven dollar Moscato. It's mm-hmm. like a sandworm thumper <laughs> yeah. for sharks. <laughs> <laughs> so they bring the shark into the lab, and uh, the doc puts the, her syringe mount on it, which I guess is secured by. Uh, airlock because when she clamps it down, it makes an airlock sound. Everything's pneumatic, it's very reliable. Mm, okay, <laughs> and she injects the shark, she puts her little needle through its its little melon and down into its uh nerve centers and extracts the goop. And here, you- wait, we gotta stop and talk about how this works. Kay. They bring mm. like a super ultrasound on the <clears throat> shark and they take an ultrasound of it and they get a picture of it and they take that off. And then this thing gets pneumatically attached to its head and she's doing live imaging from the still picture that they took. (laughs) Yeah. What the hell? (laughs) It doesn't work. No. Follow the science, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) They also have the shark secured with one cargo strap. <laughs> with, with tie downs. <laughs> and it, and Thomas Jane's loving tender caresses. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing more than the cargo strap. Hey, hey, hand me another bungee. Its tail's getting a little wild. <laughs> Anybody got any shipping tape? <laughs> I mean, this... Okay, so I think we're past proto- idiot plot and we're about to go full on idiot plot right here this is where the movie starts because (laughs) what they do is they pull the goop out and they immediately start testing the goop while leaving the Mm -hmm. shark just hanging out like all they had to do was hit the they're done with the shark they don't need they got its goop yeah get that shark back in the water movie doesn't happen yeah Yep. But no, they're like spiking the freaking football. Like, yeah, A, we got the goop. B, let's start playing with it. It's because they're they're all, you know, it's all hubris. You know, this is where uh, Samuel L. Jackson says, uh, you know, he's like watching it all happen. He goes, what in God's creation and Stelly Scars is all uh, not his, ours. You know? Stelly Scar Scars? Yeah, Stelly Scars. <laughs> 
he looks visibly upset that he's having to act with all these people except for Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> right. Just go over there. I don't yeah. like you. Yeah. Is that Billy Skarsgård's dad? Billy Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. Billy Skarsgård. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy from True Blood. No. I yeah. don't watch that show. Is he in True Blood? I know. He's Yeah, his son's an actor for sure. I know. Rip, uh, he's in a bunch of stuff. Rip Van Skarsgård. The really, like. Rip, Rip Van, Van Skarsgård? Yeah. The, <laughs> shut up. He's like this really buff blonde guy. I think he played he's, Tarzan too. Yeah. That's Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, is that his son? Uh, Alexander no, Skarsgård. I think they're cousins. No, no. Uh, I'm going to look. I don't think any of the Skarsgårds are mommy daddies. Uh, she is right. Bill Skarsgård and Alexander Skarsgård and Gustav Skarsgård are his children. Are the son of okay. Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, Stellan yep. Skars. Huh. As well as, oh my God, this guy is a breeder. <laughs> Sam Skarsgård. <laughs> Walter Skarsgård, Jesus, Skarsgård, and young twins. Wow, Cold War huh. and Ocean. That's is eight. Jesus, wow. Yeah, he's got eight kids. Damn, wow. and he's no spring well, chicken. He's no Eddie Murphy. How many does Eddie Murphy have? Ten that he knows Whoa. of. <laughs> we don't know how many kids Rennie Harlan has. Uh, that's true. How many assistants has Gina Davis had? <laughs> oh. That's a real question. Okay. All right. So back to the movie. They're they're testing the goop. They're spiking the football. They're giving high fives. Tom Jane is like, shark, still here. Uh, yeah. Tranks don't last forever, I hope you know. And they're like, eh, we got high fives. High fives. Well, why doesn't he have an emergency trank with him? Right? Or just like a, like an yeah. IV, a drip bag. Just no forethought put into any of None. this. None. It's just like, well, fuck him. He's an ex-con. <laughs> he gets his leg bit off like we're trying to high five. Fuck him. The pneumatic <laughs> system takes up a lot of space and they didn't have room for anything else. <laughs> right? Except for that bucket <laughs> that they've got him with. Yeah, to keep yeah. to keep it liquefied or wet. All right, so uh, Stellan, I don't know what his character's name is. In my notes, I just have him as Dr. P.P. Stelly Scars. St- That's what I call Dr. him. Dr. Stelly Scars. It's Jim mm-hmm. Whitlock. Jim Whitlock. Jim Whitlock. I like that. Dr. Whitlock. And he's like, well, we did a pretty good job today, guys. I'm just going to smoke a cigarette while I'm standing next to this shark. <sighs> and the shark does not like smoking. Shark immediately wakes up, no smoking, and grabs his arm and bites it off. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Buckle up. Yeah. It's real, real judgy about it, that shark. <laughs> I know, right? You think with all the, yeah. the white drinks, it mm-hmm. would it would enjoy an occasional cigarette or a cigar. Maybe, who's to say sure. it, did, it did eat the cigarette? <laughs> oh, maybe it just wanted <laughs> one. It needed one. Yeah. It woke is, up. It's like, fuck, give me that. This is what happens when Carl Reiner becomes a shark. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. I'd love to have a puff. Oh, wait. The only thing I have to hold things with is giant teeth. Sorry. It's all a misunderstanding yeah. again. Oops. Yeah. He's like, I'll smoke that. I need to borrow your arm, though. I don't have any. Yeah. 
And Stelly Scars is so loud screaming and crying that you can't hear the shark apologize. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Damn it. I did that again. That's on me, guys. That's on me. <laughs> Okay, so so he's flopping around. They finally get the shark back in the water. Tom Jane, instead of hitting the emergency switch, goes for the shotgun. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. pop this thing. <laughs> I mean, he just hit the button, guy, and he doesn't open the door yeah, to the God. shotgun. He he gets it with his elbow yeah. and then reaches in there like I don't care. He's going to cut up my arms and maybe and, the shark likes me too. Yeah. It seems like yeah. he hit it behind some like first aid kits too. The shark, <laughs> the shotgun is not readily accessible. Like he hit it there on purpose. He's like, where'd that come from? He's like, this is my shark fixing gun. I hit it back there. And it's, it seems so weird to me that he'd want to shoot it. Like just as a character thing. Like uh-huh. why doesn't he want to just let it back in the water? That's you were it I doesn't think make sense to me. He's realized that this shark is pure evil. It's an pure abomination. It must be killed. Mm-hmm. Because it's part human. Because now. it ate a guy's arm. The most normal thing these sharks do in this entire movie is eat meat. And Tom <laughs> yeah. Jane is like, well, that's it. I was friends with this shark. We were, we were shark riding earlier. I was like swimming with the dolphins, but instead it's sharks because these are my bros. Mm-hmm. But that's a line I will not stand for. A shark that smokes. Yeah. Time to die. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a shark that smokes. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So the med uh, choppers inbound. Uh, they've got the coast guard on their way. Look out! It's a smoker. <laughs> That's what that scene was. <laughs> yeah. This shark has got bad. Every shotgun. Kill it. <laughs> it's gonna start selling to your kids. Pour <laughs> some cigarettes to other sharks. Oh, then they'll man. get cancer in our old. Science bullshit will run for nothing. <laughs> okay, so the med shoppers inbound to pick up Stilly Scars. Oh, uh, it's Coast Guard. That I looks think. terrible too. Just the the water and the storm and the helicopter all look fucking yeah, awful. Real bad. Yeah, it looks bad. Like just so bad. Like sub sci fi channel CGI. Mm-hmm. I couldn't come up with a good insult for it when I was taking my notes. And what ended up on the paper was Coast Guard, more like Toast Guard. Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty good. I, I, want, I, I don't want I like, that. I do, like. not, do not like. <laughs> Could you imagine, though, if there was a Toast Guard, <laughs> what kind of job that would be? <laughs> I'd have called him a couple times, tell you that much. <laughs> Ah, uh, shit. Call in the Toast Guard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So they show up finally. The sea's very rough. They bring Stelly Scars out on a gurney and get him hooked up. Oh, this is my favorite part. <laughs> they get him hooked up and they start reeling him in. They've got him on a winch and everybody goes back into the facility uh, they all <laughs> almost get blown off the the catwalk or whatever uh, by the by the sea itself. This, 
Yep. This is an accident, too. They didn't really know how this was going to work. It wasn't supposed to wash all of these people away. Samuel L. Jackson was like, uh, we were on there. A bunch of water came. Everybody thought we were going into the drink. It was a bad deal. <laughs> okay. Of course, he left it in. That's what he the finishing yeah. of his comment. Got like. the shot. <sighs> um, so they're winching him up and the winch jams. Because this of winch, the storm. This is a bad winch. Or it's just behaving. It's breaking the laws of winch physics. I don't know what happens here. It starts shooting out sparks and going like, guys, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty vital piece of your whole toast guard operation. Yeah, they didn't really plan for the weight of things that weren't toast. (laughs) That's right. So eventually they do drop him in the water like a tea bag. Right. (laughs) Instead of pulling up. Glub. It's like let him steep. <laughs> and that he's he's under there and he's like glub glub glub. And then the chopper, <laughs> the line gets pulled. Oh, the sharks got him, and it pulls the entire chopper into the air tower, exploding the chopper. It's the slowest explosion that's mm-hmm. ever existed. You get a shot of every person going, oh no! as right as the fire's reaching their face and then Janice upstairs is like oh no and then she gets exploded to hilarity uh, and <laughs> the whole facility <laughs> starts shaking and everything gets blown up well and my yeah. thought was they it still had the seaplane but then like from the, the uh, air tower <laughs> like it just has a projectile that comes directly out and smacks the plane <laughs> <laughs> like, like angry birds like just one barrel goes <laughs> blows up the only thing. Ah, you're not escaping now. <laughs> this thing, they have an overhead shot of it exploding, and it's a huge explosion. Nobody made it. Everyone's dead. Everyone's the sharks dead. are dead. Yeah, the sharks are dead. Yeah. It's all done. Okay. It's all the wine that they keep up there. <laughs> That's what ignited? Yeah. Makes sense. Mm. So now they don't yeah. have any yeah. way of escaping. Their plane is blown up. Their comms are out. Uh, all of the things that are necessary for this movie to happen uh, gets exploded. Uh, and then they're like, whoa, what's what? Are, what just happened? Janice, are you okay? No, Janice is dead. Wait, what's that out in the water? Oh, my God. The funniest thing that could possibly happen is out in the water. Oh. <laughs> it's so good. Just Stelly Scars comes floating in <laughs> and he's, hits the window like a freaking bug on a windshield. The and, sh- <laughs> and does he have di- a diving mask on? Yeah, he's got like so a respirator that's working as if it's a diving mask and he's like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's like looking through the window. <laughs> I'm sorry so that I've funny. been used as a shark battering ram. <laughs> the shark spits him out faster, too. Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't make any sense. No, it does not. The shark, yeah. like, <laughs> twirls him. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and they're like... It's like every every possible thing that happens in this movie is stupid. <laughs> well, what happens next is incredibly stupid because they're looking at him and they're like, 
Yep, we're all going to die. Let's stand here longer. Goodbye. It's crazy. How long? Oh, you're just right there. If we could only reach out and touch you. Well, I mean, you're you're going to have the chance. He's coming in. Yeah, he'll be right in. Hang tight. I'll be right there. Um. Yeah, so it shatters. Also, Water, ocean comes in. Who made this glass? Oh, no kidding. It's not man. The yeah. guy on a gurney. They didn't broke do it. the Stelly Scars gurney stress test. It wasn't <laughs> part of the gurney that hit the glass. It was like his, his dome. Face. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the crack starts at his head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his head doesn't it shatter. Doesn't it doesn't him us. out. No. It's just like, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Ugh. <sighs> And so it and shatters. And then they yeah. outrun the water. They Once do. it shatters, uh-huh. they... Uh, it's insane. There's lots of outrunning water in this movie. A uh, lot. Yeah. Listen, I stopped it at 40 minutes and was like, okay, like so far, this is a fast-paced, fun, you know, B-movie that has zero suspense and really bad CGI. Okay, this is all right. By an hour, 14 minutes, I was like... This is almost over, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's still like a half hour. <laughs> yeah, so we'll gloss over a little bit because there's lots of them getting chased by water right here. But they do hash a plan, yeah. this group, uh, to get to the submarine on the other side of the facility. And meanwhile, Preacher is in his kitchen and it's starting to get flooded. So he's getting chased by water as well. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. we'll—that's where we'll go to him because he gets chased into his kitchen by smart sharks because they're in the facility now. Mm-hmm. They've busted in through—I guess not just through Stelly Scar's entryway, but also like upstairs because. I don't know. Level sure. three, where the med bay is, is at the bottom. But LL's up at the top. He's on level one, and there's sharks chasing him. He's in level two. He's in level two. No one's in level one. No, because the first time you see him walking around where he finds the water, there is literally written on the wall, level 1A. So he goes down to level two? I don't know. Yeah, because it's the only one that's not flooded. Mm. Which doesn't make sense, because when they're... Going up the stairs from the med bay, they reach a door and they say, can't go through that one. It's flooded, which implies that all three levels are now flooded. They've all drowned. The whole thing blew up about 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of them are lying. None of this is actually happening. This is a ghost story from here on out. (laughs) (laughs) These sharks are so hell-bent for blood that they're eating their ghosts. <laughs> we also missed the part where they boringly talked about how they've broken all the rules of science, and the one mm. Janice character just turns like a sore thumb to Saffron Burrows and goes, You bitch! <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the rest of the movie starts happening again, uh-huh. you're like... Not a good take. Nope. Doesn't fit. Oh, man. And th- that's the one with the short blonde hair, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so that's not Janice's character. No, her her name was Janice. No, oh, her, her name, name is Janice in the movie? In mm-hmm. the movie is actually Janice. Mm. Oh, well, that's a Janice move. 
How confusing. She was. Whereas Janice from The Sopranos' name is Brenda. <laughs> Brenda. All right. I think she was. Uh, I think her oh, character's so- name was Switch in The Matrix. Same actress Janice was. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did a lot to make her less attractive because she was probably just as attractive as Saffron Burroughs, and that's not supposed to happen in the way the movie works. Hmm. Mm. Interesting take. Um, so they're well, moving. She's th- acting like she's bunking the doctor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That she's she loves was. him. Yeah. Okay. So back to Preacher. He's in his kitchen. He's getting chased by sharks. Yeah. Uh, he climbs up this food shelf to get out of the water. And up at the top is his bird. And the bird scares him and he almost falls all the way off. But the bird lands in a pot and he's like, come here, birdie, birdie. Come here. I'll get, I'll get you. Uh, and yeah. he's reaching for it. Like, like he's, uh, uh, Jason Leaning Lee off the shelf, reaching for a cigarette while he's on the shitter with the <laughs> shit weasels and dream catcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then the shark comes up and chomps the bird and it's awesome. He loved that bird so much that he named it Bird. (laughs) His full weight is leaning off of a shelf that is not attached to anything, as we see in a moment when it falls over. He's leaning his entire weight trying to reach for this bird. And I'm I'm like, why isn't that shelf falling? Oh, it must be built in or something. And then it's totally not. Just a shelf. Yeah. Yeah. It falls over. Because of the shark. Also, I oh, loved no. when the shark was coming through the kitchen. He grabs a frying pan. Right. For self-defense. <laughs> he's going to defend himself. Yeah, it was awesome. It, that needed to pay off. I needed to see it him did. bonk that shark with a frying pan, and it did not happen. Yeah. And the and the, the shark to get one of those cartoon lumps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the bird could fly around its head. Yeah, oh, yeah, tweet, 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 <laughs> and then it no, it'd then be it like fuck it. you, fuck you, or whatever it does. <laughs> so he, preacher falls the into the water. Doesn't have preacher falls into the water, and he is getting chased by the shark, and he climbs into his oven just in the nick of time. Shark's trying to smash its way in through the oven. It manages to turn on the oven and set a timer and preheat. <laughs> Okay. Yes. So he's getting cooked in there. <laughs> Little LL turkey. So stupid. But he has. And then he, he uses like a hatchet to make a hole in the top. Like, how does he have space in there to get enough leverage to get a fucking hole in that? And then. Uh, it's like the bride punching her way out of her so own coffin. Inf- it'd be infuriating if it wasn't so stupid. Mm hmm. <laughs> meanwhile the other group they have gotten to the submarine it's all smashed up i don't know if it was the explosion i don't know if it was the sharks uh who knows so the only way that they're yeah. gonna get out of there is they gotta swim so they're debating that and calling each other assholes and stuff back with preacher he's gotten through to the top and does a dive over the shark he he jumps the shark. He jumps the shark. Yeah. Eat shit, Fonzarelli. Yep. <laughs> Times two. Times two. <laughs> and uh, then he's like, you killed my bird. And hucks a lighter at the shark, exploding it. And himself. And himself. And the whole thing. Yeah. 
take two. Whatever was left has also been exploded. I love that. You killed my bird. Die. Yeah. So, meanwhile, back at the uh, the rest of the group, they're in fighting. They've got another way that they could get out, but it might collapse the whole thing because it depressurized the, uh, the submarine. What are those things called? The When you got a water entry way. The water on the bottom. Yeah. A sub pump? No, it's not definitely not a it's pump. It's just a pressurized cabin thing that the yeah, sub Yeah, but can that go hole down. is actually called something. It's, it's like the I think it's called a wet hole. Wet hole. <laughs> it's better known as a vagina. Yes. <laughs> it's going down to the wet hole. <laughs> Gotta go. How's the hole today? Is it getting pretty wet? <laughs> it's pretty wet down there. Yeah, it's it's about as wet as it gets, actually. <laughs> it's I can't I try, but Stop I can't it. get it any wetter. <laughs> I put more water in it, and it just looked like the water that just, was already in it. <laughs> well, did you try doing more water? I did. Did it work? Ran out of buckets. <laughs> well, we're going to have to get some more water down there, because I need to know if it can get wetter. <laughs> Stop this this Alzheimer's research. We got to see if we can get that wet hole to be real wet. The only way we can do it is to ruin the pressure in here and just let it come in. (laughs) Which is what they're arguing about. Yeah, Yeah. which is what they're arguing about. Uh, And they're like, you don't get to decide. No, you don't get to decide. You'll kill us all. And then Samuel L's like, now hold on. You. Yeah. Ezekiel 21.10. And he explains, so the thing is, guys, when we were up on that mountain and we were facing death, Mm. it was getting chilly outside and we were starting to strip our clothes off and and hug each other with our nude flesh. uh, And Gary got a little hard, but that's okay because I did too. Uh, it's just natural. Doesn't mean you're homosexual or nothing like that. It's it, just a boner when you got another man's boner protruding up against your your bottom. It's a very common thing to get, you know, because of the cold and the. Oh yeah, okay. I'll move on. Um, so <laughs> what happened was we started in fighting but up after there. After that, <laughs> but after <laughs> after Gary's and my boners, they didn't make us homosexual. Uh, we ate each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I turned Gary into poop. <laughs> so he, this is a fun speech. He tastes like chicken. <laughs> yeah. He's giving think, a great motivational speech. Mm-hmm. I hope that I hope that there's actors out there that use this for auditions. Oh, that would be Let's do this fantastic. as their monologue. I'm sure that there's actors that use a lot of Samuel L. material as their monologue, but this should yeah. like, oh, great. Here comes another. Oh, you're choosing that one? (laughs) Well, how refreshing. (laughs) Because it is wonderful. It's the throw yourself and believe in the football speech of the whole movie. It's him Mm, telling Rudy he can do it if he just believes in himself. And they're all looking at him like, 
what a leader. I mean, we are so glad that we've got this guy because if anybody's going to get us out of this situation, it's going to be, oh my God, he got ate by a shark. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Apparently he'd been hitting the bottle in between things when nobody was looking and the shark's like, is that Cabernet? I smell. Came up through the hole. Uh, and I think there's only uh, the, two of the four who seem horrified by the fact that he was eaten by the shark. Saffron Burroughs and Tom Jane character are like, okay, good. That happened. Yeah. We can go back to <laughs> working on this door thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do not care. Uh, I think that this is the best on screen movie death that has ever existed. I cannot think of a more epic on screen movie. Yeah, uh, they all fall short to me of this this one and it what's interesting is that it's it's the uh context of it that Mm -hmm. sells it because the effect is so bad it's terrible like it looks so stupid but it overcomes it by being so hilarious this is the shit version of willem dafoe in in platoon it is it is (laughs) and willem dafoe didn't get eaten by napalm that looks really bad Samuel L. gets eaten by a shark and it looks awful. And it's it gl- looks so <laughs> bad. His body, so, like, so bad. just his CGI body gets spaghettified. Like, he gets really thin and long because it's not yeah. an actual man. It's a computer graphic and they fucked it up. Yeah. And yeah. they couldn't, they wanted to keep his face on there, oh. but there was too much movement to actually have his face. So, that it, like, the model of his head is just. That last take, the the last frame that he's in, Uh it just freezes that. Uh So as the shark's like shaking and chopping him, he's just got frozen face. Like still mid speech, bother me. (laughs) He's like, you know, his speech wasn't done. He had a mic drop moment at the end of that, and he was just about to give the mic drop, and so that's where his face is. He's still like, oh, it's coming. These people are gonna be blown away when I say what I'm gonna say perma face yeah it's like just <laughs> like right before the motherfucker you know <laughs> right? like you know it's coming mm-hmm. right there and you know my name is the lord and <laughs> i love uh Ow. scoggins his character what's that what's that actor's name i always forget his name michael rapaport, michael rapaport. Oh, michael rapaport. This, that we are now at an hour 18 of the podcast we're close after editing and we haven't mentioned that Michael Rappaport has been freelancing all over this goddamn thing. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I thought about it a couple times. I hadn't brought him up yet. <laughs> he has the you know, no, I I did it too. You know, I had the same uh, the same looking goatee back then, probably. Um, and I don't know if it's just him or what, but it's not a good look. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love his line though, because he just looks at the ground. He's like. It just ate him. I didn't see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) So they decide to go up the emergency shaft. And uh, guess what? Yeah, he was he was right. Uh, It does depressurize the whole thing, which they said that if he opened that door and it depressurized, that it would collapse the entire facility, which is then not what happens. It just gets flooded. No. Which, well, the facility seems to be sitting on the seafloor. Yeah, I guess it's sunk all so the it's way. it's already cause collapsed as it's going to get. I'm not okay. sure. Yeah. Next, next to the submarine. throughout viewing this film as many times as I have, 
I'm still not convinced what Michael Rappaport's character's job is. Is he like the head janitor or is he an engineer? He knows a lot about everything, but doesn't seem to actually have a job. Right? I don't know what he does. What do you do? Building maintenance. Yeah, which is a janitor. Yeah. Okay. (coughs) So they managed to shut the door down, which, again, there's lots of men versus the entire force of the ocean closing doors. Yeah. Doesn't happen. You can't do it. Uh, But they managed to. And so they're climbing up the the shaft of the this escape hatch. The roof is on fire. I didn't mean to do that. It's just in my notes. And then when I said it out loud, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I said it. Huh. Uh, and so they start to. Uh, <laughs> the roof? Yeah, the roof. It, it's on fire. The roof? The roof, the roof? is on fire. <laughs> it's on fire. Uh, the sharks managed to and get in. And they don't need no water. <laughs> <laughs> They've got plenty of it. They're letting the motherfucker burn. Water, it's coming. Water everywhere, and the roof is on fire. It turns out the wet hole can get wetter. It can. <laughs> it did need more water. Okay, so the sharks get into the shaft, and the water's coming up, and they're like, oh, God, we got to hurry, but the roof is on fire, so they can't go up that way. Uh, and so Tom Jane's like, I got to divert these sharks. So he goes down, jams a knife in a door, pries it open, thus equalizing something, the water level and the sharks can go on to that floor and they can keep going up. Anybody ever worry that the sharks were going to get stuck in the tight hallways? I was worried about that. (laughs) Help. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, uh, <laughs> little snug in here. <laughs> Anybody bring any butter? Shark butter? Where's that guy that can like swim me around? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dead end. Dead end. There's no. Uh oh. <laughs> um. All right. So he opens that up, uh, and. As that takes place, the ladder breaks that they're on because the the whole assembly of the building is buckling and it falls over and gets wedged up against the other wall, causing Janice to fall in the water and she doesn't want to die. The sharks are taking their sweet ass time with her, even though it appears that they're just in like the top of the water before. Mm hmm. But they eat her right in the crotch. No, it's hilarious because she's they, uh, like, catch, reach me. And Tom Jane's pulling down. He's almost got her. And he just had like another couple inches. He could grab her. Mm-hmm. And the shark is like, here she is. <laughs> Let me help. Yeah, it brings yeah. her right up. It's hilarious. This is the shark five. Because <laughs> they slap hands a couple times when she's in the shark's mouth. And the shark's like, oh, you can't reach. Here's your high five opportunity. And they get two of them in there. (laughs) Yeah, he, again, was just giving her a hand. But because he's a shark and doesn't actually have hands, he's just got teeth. She got stuck. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) he wasn't eating her. He was like, oh, 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 I want to do that. And he comes up with her and he's like, up top. He comes out. He says that up top. (laughs) Gets good. High five. Again, there's a lot of extra like noise going on and score and stuff. It's hard to hear it. Yeah, the shark, the shark is thinking. Okay, so we've had shark jumps man, man jumps shark. Let's do man and shark jump together. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a pretty friendly shark, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so she, she goes down glub. She's in Davy Jones tummy. Um, Preacher appears at the door above them and they all climb out. He helps them out. So now they hatch a plan to drain the stairwell of the first floor with their pumps, but they need to restart the generator so that Samuel L. Jackson can say, hold on your butts one more time in a movie where people get eaten Uh by animals. Uh, But he doesn't because he's dead. Right. So the generators, I guess, are all the way down in the lab. I don't know. I think so. Because I think that's where they have to go. That's where they end up. Yeah, they have to go there. And Which couldn't happen because it's all... They had to get out of there. Uh-huh. Because it's all full. But it's not. Well, well it's mostly there full. Still. Right, right. Yeah. It would... They. It, it's all full. It's all full. The water's up to level two now. Yeah, they're all dead. I think at this point, I'm like... I don't know where they are. Eventually, someone's going to get to the top. There's some other stairs that I guess were accessible <laughs> to that area. Um, I'm not sure if that's how sinking works. Uh, but whatever. So they get down to the Jenny. They get it started. And they're just about to high five each other. And Tom Chain's like, oh, no, turn around, Michael Rappaport. And the shark oh, yeah. comes in and then smashes Scoggins into the generator and then electrocutes itself or just electrocutes sky. I'm very unclear on what happens here. I just wrote scars guard. Cause they scream a bunch and then I don't know what happens, but they go back up. Well, o- only uh, the one guy goes back up. The yeah. other guy's dead. Carter. Yeah. It just cuts to Carter coming yeah. back up. Like what happened down there? He didn't make yeah. it. Oh, did you check? Like, no. No, I just came back up. Rappaport gets ripped apart. Oh, he does. That's right. He does get chomped. Yeah. And, yeah. And torn Not up. Michael Rappaport he gets... anymore. He's Michael ripped apart. <sighs> Michael ripped apart. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 Boy. And then there's a weird <laughs> thing here as well where Carter is trying to get through a door to get out and the shark's coming at him, but then the shark, like, doesn't chomp him it like turns away and he gets away yeah it try he like slapped at it and it's like don't slap me i didn't see that he was just yanking at the door the whole time i thought it decided not to it decided it appears to decide to not eat carter that's the guy that's going to help him through the hallways he can't be chomping that guy yeah, yeah, that's, that's my friend. I think I I don't I don't understand this movie. Um, upstairs, the doc is like, "Hey, I got to get that research uh, because if I don't, um, everybody died for nothing." She's got a point. Uh, so she goes after her research and has to play the floor is lava in her office because the shark is in there mm. and. I guess sharks hate coffee tables because she stands on a coffee table and the shark is like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not going after that. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's an Ikea table and I've got standards. This is so poorly and thinly veiled reason for her to get into her underwear. Yes. Right. Mm. She stands on her wetsuit like that's going to make it to where she's not conducting electricity. That is the only on-screen explanation for why she is now in her underwear. 
Right. But in, in that shot where she stands on her wetsuit, she's got wetsuit booties on. If her wetsuit yep. makes her, <laughs> right. it's just a reason to get her in her underwear. Wow. And wet. And wet. Uh, like, yep. Fred Willard's like, what happened? Like 10 <laughs> times in this movie. <laughs> but then she pulls an electrical conduit down uh, and sticks it right in the shark's mouth as it's coming up to bite her. And it's like, argh, argh, and uh, yeah. don't tase me. Uh, and it dies. And everyone yeah. in a radius of like a half a mile gets electrocuted before the breaker trips and there's no more electricity. Why is there no breaker? That's why you have breakers. Because this is a cheap ass facility. Yeah. My God. They spent all their money on wine for the sharks. The generators <laughs> no. are off. There's no solar panels. There's no electricity in this right now. Yeah. Uh, did she I, go I, down I, there? Did did she go down there to get the sample? Her zip drives. Brain juice. I don't think her zip drives. I don't know what happened to the sample of brain juice. It it got washed away with steli scars, I think. Right. Yeah. And then she loses what she came down there for. Yeah, it gets zapped. In the water. Her clothes? <laughs> <laughs> All this happens for nothing. I, I, I see you. I see you, Rennie. See what you're doing here. It does kill one shark. It does. In terms mm -hmm. of what it does for the movie. No. Yeah. Right. I meant the whole movie. All of it happens for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> So they this movie didn't even give us a cure for Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a bunch of bullshit. Sorry, what a bunch of bull shark. Oh, oh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll show myself out. It's fine. <laughs> so they regroup in the shaft, and they have to flood it and swim out uh, using their... Uh, air tanks and life preservers as decoys so that the sharks will go after mm. those instead of people, even though the people are right next to the decoy. You don't put yourself next to the decoys, dum-dums. They, uh, in their defense, yeah. soaked those life jackets in wine uh -huh. uh, before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, we want to get them circling right above us. <laughs> when we, Where we're going. When we go up. Everybody just like tiptoe swim. <laughs> <laughs> very, very quiet. Real quiet. <laughs> if you hold still, they won't see you. I think. That's right. I think is that applies think. to dinosaurs right. and sharks. Aren't they the same? Yeah. Sharks. And then would trying to hold still in water. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so Preacher gets <laughs> eaten. He, well, he doesn't get eaten. He gets bit in the leg and the shark's carrying him around. Yeah. And so he takes his cross and stabs it in the eye, which is like one thing none of these people like, have tried doing ever is stab the shark yeah. in the eye. It's right there. Uh, and it works. Yeah. It lets him go. And uh, the pillar of Christ has compelled the shark. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does say that it is a devil. Like that. Yeah. It's, it's that's the context. Yeah. Christ. Christ won against evil itself, evil incarnate. Yeah. Or just hungry animals. Um, which we'll get into later as well. Um, so Carter grabs him, pulls him up, 
And then Carter explains here that, hey, look at that. Because they're now outside. They can see the fence. And that it because they're sunk, the, the whole facility is shrinking. The sharks can now get over the fence or they can try to. And he says, yeah. this whole thing, the sharks have been leading us so that we would flood the entire facility, thus sinking it and making it so the sharks can escape. They just want freedom, which is what everybody yeah. wants, he says. Here we and go. A yeah, but the fact that they used like the they uh that they've that they've genetically linked the shark and human brains somehow mm-hmm. that we've created we've put ourselves at the bottom of the food chain suddenly. Right. And like, oh look, we've created something that's gonna wipe us out. I'm like, well, it's going to keep us out of the water, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so they learn how to fly deep blue sea to flying oh. sharks. <laughs> oh. You mean, like, they get pilot's license and fly around in little Cessnas? Yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> they become police in the third one. Street sharks. <laughs> They're jawsome. <laughs> They're jawsome. <laughs> <laughs> so so oh, they man. build all right they they, t- they get some dynamite i don't know where they get this dynamite i guess it's just on on top and uh, uh they get it from the flare guns <laughs> okay they empty the flare guns and make their own sticks of dynamite and they had flare guns i don't remember that happening yeah because they used them for the birthday party <laughs> and a car batteries up there sure and, right. and chain and line and all this so they build uh, they make some dynamite and his spear gun that he used at the very first of the movie is up there as well. And he's going to spear it. And then you hit the battery with the spear line that the dynamite's on. And that will cause the fuse to go underwater. Okay. Uh, but he's too far away. I can't shoot from here. I can't shoot him from here. Oh, my God. And then this is where and the I'm like, just is. shoot it. Yeah. You're gonna shoot it. Just shoot it. It goes on so long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Dr. McAllister's like, uh, you're never gonna be able to do it. I've I've gotta do one thing. So she cuts her hand open and then dives in the water, uh making herself bait so that the shark will come closer so that that uh that Carter can hit it. Good plan, right? So smart. Seen this a bunch of times so in movies smart. where Somebody has to, you know, get well, real brave. If Carter would have remembered his another. contacts, then he could have shot it from where he was at. Mm. Mm. Okay. It's just everything. Everything goes wrong. Yeah. You know, it's every mistake you can make. Well, it make, seems like it's a good plan. Because the shark is like, yeah. I'm going to stop trying to get freedom. I'm going to stop trying to bust through this fence. And he turns around yeah. and goes for and Carter's like lining up the shot, and uh, it's coming for him. But then he does a barrel roll and bounces off of it in his sweet Carter moves, even though he could probably shoot it right there. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. it. He doesn't have the gun anymore. He doesn't have the gun anymore. He's in- like, she, she goes, I've realized this is all my fault. Uh-huh. Has a moment of realization, turns back to him, jumps in the water, sacrificing herself to kill the shark. And then he puts the gun down and jumps in after her. I don't think she's sacrificing herself. She is being bait, but it doesn't yeah. work like it does in every other movie because the shark grabs her and eats her. 
Yeah. But wait, and it didn't work wasn't probably she our main? because he threw down his fucking gun. He could have shot it. He could yeah, have shot it. We all know it. that if he just shoots it, was it a harpoon gun at that point? It was, right? Yeah. Yeah, if he just was shot it, he could just hold held it in place like he did earlier. Uh-huh. It's really easy. You so know, he can just the stand shark. there on the boat holding his gun and just holding a shark back. And like her- he's a kid, like he's pushing his forehead so he can't reach him. <laughs> yeah. She had one job. And that job was don't get in the water because I need you up here that when I shoot the shark, somebody's got to attach the thing to the battery so it explodes. But now you're in the water. What are you doing? So he jumps in after her. I'm going to set this gun down and go in. <laughs> oh, no, you got eaten. And, and I love when she gets eaten. There is a Aliens 4 resurrection moment here where the shark looks at her and goes, Mama, and then bites her. <laughs> yeah. And then it smiles at him after it eats her. Oh and you're like, that's too much, CGI guys. That's too much. Yeah, that's the that's the part that's too much. So <laughs> about an hour and a half of too much. So then Preacher, he has enough healing time, I guess, to to crawl up and grab the harpoon. Uh-huh. And he shoots the shark, but Carter's on top of the shark, and he shoots both through the fin and into Carter's leg. And he's like, oh, ow, whoops. Yeah. And then the shark sees a hole in the fence and goes, oh, fuck. All of this death could have been avoided and just starts swimming for the hole in Uh the fence. Yep. And then Carter is stuck to the shark. But the next thing we see is that Carter is on the fence, not stuck yeah, he to the shark anymore. Yeah, the he shark scraped the him hole. off. He was a barnacle. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I think his leg comes off because the sh- the harpoon is still attached to the shark. I feel like it was just in his wetsuit. No, he goes, ah, and then later says, you, you shot me. <laughs> You shot me with a harpoon. Right. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be bleeding no, anywhere. No, he doesn't. Later. He's got a scratch on his leg. Yeah. But then the Carter hits the yeah. battery and the shark blows up and it's this huge blood explosion and it's great. And then Carter swims back up uh, as uh, and they say, hey, bud, glad you made it. And then the second crew shows up because now it's Monday. They're showing up to do their jobs. They don't have jobs anymore. They've been mm-hmm. let go. It's a tragic ending. So they yeah. really did sleep through Saturday. They slept through Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea just follows the second crew um, in their search for new jobs. New employment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess we could start there because there are Deep Blue Sea 2 and Deep Blue Sea 3. What, oh, what, what, before we get into your question, I want to uh, let everybody know that Deep Blue Sea was in 1999. Deep Blue Sea 2 <laughs> didn't happen until 2018. <laughs> they oh, took my God. 20 Whoa. years to do this. Really? Set, because people were like, oh, I care. <laughs> Been waiting on Weird. that one. Yeah. What, what, let's bring <laughs> back that franchise. I don't know. What's your question, Sam? Well, we can speculate on what Deep Blue Sea 2 and Deep Blue Sea 3 would be that aren't, you know, flying sharks and street sharks. I like those better. 
I, don't I would know. think because I mean, they had the whole thing with, with the, the brain matter mm-hmm. uh-huh. that it would be a good because they're reanimating dead brain tissue, basically. Sharkenstein? Sharkenstein. Sharkenstein. Which is kind of what this movie is, anyways. Mm. <coughs> uh, Dr. Yeah. McAllister like is it. Dr. Frankenstein. So, Oops, I did it maybe, again. Maybe we do a crossover sequel. Maybe it's. Uh, it's her cousin Kevin McAllister yes. uh, gets left home alone at the uh, new research rig, right? And and uh, these two sharks, played by Joe Pesci <laughs> and Daniel Stern, <laughs> find their way in. You think I'm funny? It's the Am same I a funny movie, guy, but, but Macaulay Culkin's like, uh, do I make you laugh? <laughs> throwing paint cans, paint cans at him and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but they're undead right at the same time they're they're right. reanimated they're, yeah. they had like brain swap they actually put yeah. joe pesci's brain oh. in a shark and daniel stern's brain in a shark yeah. the sharkenstein's research facility alone what about the shark with two mm. brains just one shark they're both oh. in one shark and th- so they're constantly arguing with themselves in her monologue. Right. Let's go this way. No, let's, we're a shark. We can't go that way. That has stairs. <laughs> and then they end up taking the stairs and there's a nail sticking on it <laughs> in, in tar. Perfect. Yeah. yeah the two shark the tar on his are fins. Carl Gow! Reiner and Penny Marshall and not a lot happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Jackie, question? Oh God, no! Okay, Tucker, you got anything? Nah, I got nothing. Okay, I got a big one. Unless you got a small one, Sam. Oh. Okay, I got a. Well, I don't know. If it's probably smaller. This movie, because the lone survivor isn't the woman, mm-hmm. all of this stuff, like they're turned to the or camera the when it's not Jaws. Like they're, yeah. It's like telling you that it's breaking all the conventions. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't break any of the important conventions. And I guess that's not really a question as much as it is a statement. (laughs) Fair Hmm. enough. Why don't we circle back and you can expand on that when we do final recommendations. Um, Are these sharks guilty of murder? No, they just, they were drunk. Yes. And they needed a smoke. And then they were just trying to make friends. I mean, we've discussed this throughout the episode. Because Tom Jane's statement about them just wanting freedom is fair these sharks are now as intelligent as man right or maybe even more like that uh, well somewhere in there and they're well if if they're approaching the intelligence of man they're self-conscious uh they're self-aware they could could probably they could probably hang it like a nascar event yeah okay all right (laughs) that's that's the level there you know and those (laughs) those are big freedom people uh, so the sharks <laughs> yeah. just, they're being held against their will. This is shark napping, actually. And so the sharks are just trying to escape. Mm. I think these sharks shouldn't have been, you know, the people are the murderers. Shark trafficking. Like, at the end, true. the shark can just go away. She doesn't have to jump in the in the ocean. He doesn't even mm. have to shoot it and blow it up. There's a hole in the fence. Just let it go. Let it live its but life. Then it'll, it'll eat all the other sharks and then mm. propagate a super shark species. And then we can't get into the water until they can fly. And then streets aren't safe until they're cops. You know, I'm willing to take that chance. Yeah. Yep. 
to you know there's your trilogy it's it's murder sam they murder these sharks they don't kill unconscious animals they murder these sharks some of it well, force them into cannibalism yeah, too and force them into cannibalism they treated these sharks like shit yeah. but also since man is the enemy mm-hmm. since man is the real monster right, here guys right. uh <laughs> um and the sharks are part man now aren't they also the real monsters <laughs> now, i'm not letting them off the hook <laughs> Off Court. the hook, I says. Oh my god! It's a fish thing. I didn't realize it. I'm sorry. I think I did that earlier with something else too. It's not good. <laughs> I have one tiny question left. Okay. How in the actual fuck does this have a 59 percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Right. right. That's impressive. It's got like a 5.9 on IMDb users too. So it's not only popular with, or popular. It's highly rated with users and critics. Or overrated, because this is a stinker. What? It's a turd. Yeah. yeah. This is up there with Vertical Limit. Vertical Limit and this movie share a lot of similarities. Mm. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't see it, guys. I don't see this as a six. Um, however, I loved it. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I'll i go first yeah. on uh, Do's and Don'ts. Um, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy this movie. I've seen it a bunch of times. It's as stupid as they get. This is arguably the most idiot plot that has ever been because at no point do anything do they do right none of it none of it from the very get-go it's so stupid i love it yeah i i I absolutely highly recommend it yeah all right i'm gonna go with don't Hmm. uh what Mm. yeah i mean i'm sorry guys it was funny riffing it with you guys, but watching it was horribly painful, slow. I'm with Tucker when There's he people made- getting eaten by sharks all the time. <laughs> I know, but I'm with Tucker when he says, yeah. like, oh, my God, there's still 35, 45 minutes of this fucking turd left. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, oh, God, okay, just fucking start killing them. Kill them all. Okay, so- And let's cut this baby down in, like, 20 minutes. So, uh, oh pair of scissors might change your uh, opinion of it yeah because i was mm. having fun with it but then there comes a point where you're like oh my god they're just dragging it out to get it to an hour and whatever and that kind of killed it for me okay i can well mm. i mean all of saturday already made it on the cutting room floor true <laughs> right <laughs> yeah the three hour version i'm going oh god i don't feel good <laughs> i drank too much Tucker. Um, I agree with you, Jackie, but I'm going to say do, uh, because I do believe like I would have, I would have probably cut a few characters and, uh, and then trim down the running time based, you know, with that, get this down to a tight 79 minutes and I'm all in, (laughs) but, uh, but I, I mean, I still say it's a do. If you're a, you know, you're listening to a podcast called stinker madness, you're looking for stinkers. What else are you gonna do? It of course, watch it. It stinks. It stinks. Yeah, and it's. I mean, I laughed. I was by myself, and I laughed a few times out loud. So it's pretty fun. My God, although it uh, is you know, really overly long. 
it's not even it, like a super long it's like an hour 45 or something but it feels longer to me it feels longer it mm-hmm. should have been 90 minutes it would have helped it a lot yeah yeah i think so okay yeah if, okay if it was only 90 minutes i would have said i would have given it a do yeah all right sam you're i'm giving but, it a total do it's almost required viewing for this show i don't think it's as much fun as deep rising with treat williams Ooh, okay mm. And it isn't as stupid as Vertical Limit. Vertical Limit Man. made my my existence in life was to try to understand how a movie that stupid could get made for about a year. <laughs> the- Vertical Limit psychologically vexed me. I made other people watch it against their will. And I was like, how did this happen? You have to tell me how this happened. <laughs> then we're going to have to do Vertical to Limit that. after the Christmas holidays. Uh, cause I just can't, we um, haven't done it. No, we haven't done an episode on vertical limit, but <laughs> that's one of my reasons for doing this shit. Yeah. I mean, I, next we did. I, have, no, I guess we have that. not, we have not, um, <laughs> yeah, it has to be, uh, after Christmas time, uh, cause I need to know which is more stupid. Cause I just don't see it. Anything being it's imp- you can't make the whole wetter, Sam. This is as dumb as it gets. Did we do Deep Rising? No, we'd only discovered Deep Rising uh, about a year ago. Oh. We might have to make that the run then. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. Okay. This, that, and Deep Rising because they're very similar. Well, it sounds like we've got a full uh, table ahead of us for 501 through 510. Um, all right. Let's move on, guys. We've got a little game here. It's time to go back to Pop Quiz Hot Shot. And we're going to do this one a little bit different since a there's four of us well there's three of you playing i know all the answers so i can't play um where jackie's uh very eager with the and since we're doing this streaming and there is a little bit of delay we're probably not going to be able to do the buzzers method of chiming in so what i've invented is a point system you all start out with 20 points and you are allowed to gamble your points at any point in time before you answer. So I will give the question. Then if you would like to, you gamble and somebody can gamble more points and whoever gambles the most points gets Mm. to uh, have an opportunity. Uh, Actually, they're the only person that uh, is going to have an opportunity. This is only a one answer because you got a 50, 50 chance here because this is a game I've invented called. Was it Dabney Coleman or Gerald McRaney? I don't know either one of those people. <laughs> well, here's the scenario. If anyone's, if there was ever a game for me, it's this one right here. <laughs> here, here's the deal. I recently started watching House of Cards, and don't do it. It's not a good show. Uh, I didn't enjoy it at all. I don't think I don't. I don't know what people saw in it. Um, but uh, Gerald McRaney is in it, and for about maybe ten episodes, I went back and forth and said. Is that Gerald McRaney or is that Dabney Coleman? I seriously couldn't tell. And then I was like, okay, all right. They are the same man. I've got, well, this is, this is what we're going to do. So when I answer a question, uh, just say you would like to answer and uh, declare, is it Gerald McRaney or Dabney Coleman? Uh, Jackie, you'll know Gerald McRaney is major dad. Uh, You will know Dabney Coleman, of course, as the uh mustached guy in the 80s uh, opposed uh, Dolly Parton in uh, several of her movies. Good looking uh, mustache guy. Uh, nine to five. Okay. Yeah. He's the boss in nine to five. Uh, did you see Cloak, Cloak and Dagger? I didn't. Yeah. Uh, 
You didn't see Cloak and Dagger? Oh. With him and Henry Thomas, 84-ish. At the end of this, I'm going to have a wild card. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So first question, uh, just say if you would like to bet. Remember, you start out with 20 points. Whoever has the most at the end uh, will be the winner. Uh, Number one, will churn 90 on January 3rd. Eh. Okay. How much again, Emily? 20 points. You're going to gamble all of your points, which means that if you get it wrong, you can no longer play this game. Okay. Okay. 10 points. Jesus. I'm I'm pretty sure I know who this is. (laughs) Okay. All right. Anybody else want to do more than 10? I'm not. That's too rich for my blood. Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, Jackie, it's you. Dolly Parton guy. Is it Dabney Coleman or Gerald <laughs> McRaney? <laughs> the Dolly Parton guy. Is it Dabney Coleman or Gerald McRaney? Which one is the Dolly Parton guy? They both worked at some point with Dolly Parton. So I need a name. Are you talking about the nine to five guy? Yeah, nine to five guy. I need a name. That's Dabney. Who's that? Dab. Dabney Coleman. Dabney Coleman. Okay. That is Dabney Coleman. Yes. Nine to five. Dolly Parton guy. Try to remember the rules of the game. You have a 50-50% chance of saying Dabney Coleman or Gerald McRaney. Uh, That's pretty much it. Okay. So Dolly Parton guy or not Dolly Parton guy. No. Got it. I will not accept that answer. You will lose your points next time you do that. Well, Tucker will help me. He knows what I'm talking about. Okay. Number two. Uh, is an avid tennis player. I'll oh. put five on this. Sam's got five. I'll go seven. Ooh, Tucker's taking seven. Jackie, seven. you going to beat seven? No, because I don't know. Okay. I don't have a guess. Okay, Tucker. I'm going to guess uh, Gerald McCraney. It is Dabney ah. Coleman. Tucker ah. is down to 13 points. Number three. Were you going to guess Dabney Coleman? No, I was going to... Uh, Sam? What? No, I was, gonna guess? I was going to guess Dabley Coleman, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you were... Ah, he actually, That's why I only did five, because I didn't really know. He actually uh, was a tennis instructor for many years. Um, number yeah. three. I don't know that much about Dabney Coleman, but I know a fair amount about Gerald McRaney. Number three. Married to Delta Burke. Eh. Uh, 10 uh, points uh, on this one. Uh, 20 points. Tucker's. <laughs> you only have 13, Tucker. You cannot bet thir- uh, 20. Oh, 13 points. Okay. 13 points. Tucker is down to 13. Anybody t- beaten 13? I'll, I'll do 15. 15, Jackie. Sam, you beaten 15? Mm. I thought I. Can I rewager? You, you're you're up to 15. What is, what is your bet? I'll do 20. Sam is going to take 20. Jackie, do you want to beat 20? No. Okay, Sam. Did you say married to or was married to? Married to. Is Gerald it- McRaney and Delta Burke are divorced, sir. Uh, that's not what the internet says. Really? Did they get remarried? I, I will accept your answer. It is Gerald McRaney. Sam is now in the lead with 40 points. We're going to move on. Number four. Both have been nominated, but who won a SAG award? Was it Gerald McRaney or Dabney Coleman? I'm risking 10. Uh, and SAG, Jackie, just so you know, and everybody listening at home, is the Screen Actor Guild. Jackie's uh, risking 10. Okay. Um, Anybody doing better than 10? Yeah. No. no. Okay. The not no. Dolly Parton guy. Is it Dabney Coleman or Gerald McRaney? Who's the not Dolly Parton guy? McRaney? Gerald McRaney. McRaney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not Dolly Parton guy. I'm sorry, it's Dabney Coleman. Dang it! He won for yeah. Boardwalk Empire. Ah. Jackie is down back to 20. I don't 
They don't give out prestigious awards for Simon and Simon <laughs> and Major Dad. Aww. Well, hold on. They should give out all of the prestigious awards for Simon and Simon. They missed the boat on that one. I didn't realize that yeah. that had nine seasons. That show was on forever. That show is fucking awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, both have been nominated for an Emmy, but who won? Was it Gerald McRaney or Dabney Coleman? I got 10 on this I, one. I'll go. I'll give him my 13. I got 13. Tucker's all in. Jackie beaten 13. You only got 20. No. Okay. Tucker's. I may be out, but I'm going to go Gerald McRaney. It is Gerald McRaney ah! for This yeah. Is Us. So as you said, Dabney Coleman doesn't have an Emmy, but Gerald McRaney does. So I don't know. Uh, who appeared in three episodes of Gunsmoke? Was it Gerald McRaney or Dabney Coleman? Hmm. Uh, I'm risking 20. Um, 20? You just want to get out of this game. <laughs> 21. Dang it. Tucker can do it. Sam, you beating 21? I'm not touching this case. Tucker. I'm going to say Dab- Dabney. Dabney Coleman. It is Gerald McRaney. (laughs) Tucker's down to five. Down to five. Okay. Shit. Uh, Here's where things get interesting. Whom is six foot one? You guys are going to go 10. You guys are going to hate me right here. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to give you a hint. Uh, You guys are going to hate me right here. Sam's going 10. I'm going 11. Jackie's going 11. Tucker cannot play. Uh, no. Nope. Jackie. They're both 6-1. Oh, good pickup. They are both 6-1. Jackie's back at 31. Who played a role as a chauvinistic mustache guy opposite three working women? I'm all in. Well. Jackie is all in with 31. Sam, you are the only one that can beat her with your 40. I will put all 40 in. 40 Damn it. in. Sam? Gerald McRaney. Dolly Parton guy. Both. <laughs> I got you again. Both? <laughs> oh. Which means Jackie Miller. Yes. Winner by default. Yeah, Gerald McRaney was Delta well, the- Burke's husband in Designing Women. That's where he's from. So, of course, uh. 9 to 5 and Designing Women. Oh, I forgot that Dabney Coleman was in Nine of or Designing Women. No, Dabney Coleman. Which wasn't. one of them's in the Christmas story? No, there. That's the real not question. Da- Dabney Coleman wasn't in Designing Women. Gerald McRaney was in Designing Women, and de- I know that. Okay, and Dabney Coleman was in Nine to Five. So they both oh. played mustache chauvinistic guys opposite three working women. Oh, how about yeah. that? Okay, who was in Christmas Story? Um, yeah, I will go with. Oh, Gerald McRaney. That's my guess. Coleman. Darren McGavin, because he looks like those guys, too. Oh, Oh, okay. I can't tell the difference between... I don't think either one are in there. What are you talking about? (laughs) I can't tell the difference between Dabney Coleman and Darren McGavin sometimes. (laughs) Oh, crazy. All right, Jackie, it is your turn for spookies. Yes, gentlemen, be ready to be scared out of your pants. We'll try. Oh boy. Okay. This one is called. Do I take my pants off now or? No, just in case you shit. Okay. So now I should take my pants off now. Well, no, because you'll hit a dog. Okay. Can I take them off anyway? (laughs) Sure. Uh, This one is called Montpelier Hill in County Dublin, Ireland. Okay. 
And it's for our listener and constant commenter. Uh, and I'm going to screw this up. Satanta Clousy yep. fr- from Talak. Yep, Clousy. Clousy from Talak. Okay. Okay. Are you going <clears> to, <throat> are we going? Or are you still At waiting for my pants to come off? Is a building called Hellfire Club, or maybe uh, the, the hell- first ma- Freemasons of the area. The Hellfire Club. The from, Hellfire Club. From Marvel Comics that Daredevil fights or- against all the time. What it's was a real the, thing. the second name was the Hell First Club? <laughs> the Hellfire Club or the First Freemasons. Huh. Oh. Okay. 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 Hellfire Club. Uh, the building was built in 1725, and the club was formed in 1735 by the first ill of Rossi, Richard Parsons. I am already, I don't know about you guys, but I am very scared. Yes. Like this is terrifying. This is intense stuff right here. There is history lesson. There is one painting of the club that shows five members and they're all like dukes and earls and barons. So this is a club for rich assholes. Most clubs are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there a poor club? Like, hey, we're a bunch of poor guys. Let's get together and form a club. I guess bowling league. Taverns. <laughs> <laughs> bowling league. Yeah. Is, yeah. Bowling gets expensive. Yeah, that's true. It's true. It's true. Okay, and one of their fa- uh, most famous members uh, that was part of this group, right? He always had a chair. It was always left empty for him. The devil. Okay. Okay. The actual mm. devil. Lucifer. The devil. Okay. They had a, an open chair mm. and they left it open for him. Nobody could sit there. Boy, that guy never shows up. Is he paying his dues? Because, I mean, he's never here. <laughs> oh, but he does show True. up. And their mascot okay. is a black cat. Okay. Hmm. Uh, All right. Okay. The club was active from 1735 to 1741 and was disbanded upon, upon uh, the first Earl of Ro- Rossi's death in 1941 or 1741. So during this time, uh, it starts off right. They're going to use this building for their Hellfire Club. And the first thing that happens is there's a giant windstorm and it blows the roof off of their the, building. Was the roof on fire as it was blowing? No, off? no, no, no. Just the roof blows off, and uh, th- so they have to put on a new roof before they can start <laughs> using the building. Wait, hold on, is this a ghost story <laughs> or a story of troubled construction? Does it get scarier, guys. That's my well, question. Well, they said it was because of the devil. Uh-huh. He wasn't ready to party yet, so he blew the roof <laughs> off so that they would have to postpone their first meeting. I'll huff and I'll puff, uh. <laughs> but I won't pay my dues. That's right. <laughs> so uh, during this time, they used the building to get drunk and have orgies and practice demonic manifestations. Uh, okay. Well, two of those things sound fun. Okay. <laughs> you know, so, I don't really believe in the devil, so I'll do all three. What the hell? Yeah. So they have... Uh, Sorry. So they have this baron that's part of their group, right? And in 1739, he gets convicted of murder. Okay. Uh, and he gets stripped of all his titles. And then he's part of the Hellfire Club, right? So like a year later, they're like, oh, I guess it's no big deal. And they give him back all of his shit. And then he just keeps going. That's how rich these fuckers are. So two justice systems. Right. Yeah. Um. Shut it down. Let's take to the streets. So they do have Steve Bannon <laughs> shit. So this is where it starts to get spooky. 
Okay, there, here's some of the stories. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I, it had better. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty frightened of uh, authoritarianism and corruption within our justice system. So uh, I'm a little frightened. All right. So the first story coming out of this gentleman's club, right? <laughs> gentleman's club. I don't think you know what a gentleman's club is. <laughs> is uh, there's this priest and he's walking along really late at night, comes up to the Hellfire Club. He's not a member. So, I mean, what the fuck is he doing up there? How right? did I get here? And he walks mm-hmm. in on them, sacrificing a black cat. Okay. So they're holding him oh, back, cooking, could and they're tr- dinner. they're trying to yeah. See, mm-hmm. there's a lot of explanations that could have been happening, but he says that they're 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 sacrificing this black cat. Mm-hmm. So he throws out an exorcism as he's being held back by <laughs> like, the members, like a lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah. Exorcism. <What>? Exorcism. <laughs> and a demon. Jumps out of the cat's dead body and escapes. Oh. Hello, my baby. Hello, oh, my honey. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> okay. Okay. Where do we go from here? It's going to get scarier. So one spooky, oh. stormy night. Wait, wait, wait. And so the priest just left? He's like, I've seen enough. <laughs> well, the, the cat was saved, right? The demon left the cat's body. So. I thought they were sacrificing. So it seemed like they weren't sacrificing the cat. They were actually helping it. No, because the cat had a demon in it. <laughs> and the priest saved the cat soul by releasing the okay. demon through an exorcism that he did while his hands were bound. Well, that wraps this up. I bid you gentlemen good night and adieu. <laughs> okay, second spooky tale that happened from 1735 to 1741. There is a strong storm and a stranger appears at the Hellfire Club and wants to play cards. <laughs> <laughs> and these guys like to drink, right? Uh-huh. Uh, they're drinking this yeah. stuff called Schkin, and it's uh, whiskey and buttermilk or butter rum. Okay. And so they're just fucked up, right? Uh-huh. So they're playing cards, and one member drops his card on the ground, so he bends down to pick it up, and underneath the table, he sees the stranger's feet that are cloven hooves! And as soon as he realizes oh. it, the stranger turns into a ball of fire and disappears. Goodbye. He doesn't sit in his fucking chair. <laughs> no. Yeah, seriously. That's your chair, bud. Wait. He's a little skittish. Uh, okay. The uh, okay. the context that is imp- being implied is like, well, I I want to be part of this club. I've got a chair. It seems like you guys are all a good time. You drink a lot, and I'm pretty down with that. Be you know what, being the devil and all. And uh, but I can't let you know that I actually am here. Uh, as soon as you know that I'm the devil, yeah. Even though I, uh, you know, like partaking in uh, a little scotch and eggnog here and there, uh, I, I can't have that. Uh, the minions can't know that I'm up here playing cards. All right, uh, gotta go back down there and keep everybody in line because if I give those little assholes a little bit of slack again, the next, you know, when the cat's away, the mice will play. You know, you know how it is being a boss. Mm. And uh, so I'll just journey to a ball of fire now. <laughs> and, uh, I hope, uh, I hope to see you all again. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's scary. Okay, next scary uh, thing that Again, happens. I disagree. <laughs> okay, Sam, just, I'm getting to the really scary business. I got two more from this time okay. period. Okay, so 
Because there's a second time period. I'll let you guys know. That's the oh, it's coming. Jesus Christ. Okay. okay, so not only did they sacrifice cats at Black Mass, <laughs> but they uh, did some other animals as well, but they don't really list them. But they do sacrifice sharks. A dwarf here and there. Okay. <laughs> because, yeah, they go around and they get the village dwarves and they sacrifice them uh -huh. because they need human sacrifices, you know, for a few things. So they yeah. go out and they find the local dwarves like once or twice a year uh -huh. and they have this big shindig and they, they kill a dwarf. Okay. Is that the end? No. Okay. Let's just, let's just get past that one. I'm not. I'm, okay. So. I'm not, I'm not riffing dwarf murder. <laughs> <laughs> so. I draw the line somewhere. Too I guess far. it's here. So along with all these uh, sexual orgies and dwarf murders and cat murders, mm -hmm. uh, there was a fire. Okay. And Probably because Satan leaving. I haven't <laughs> learned how doors work. We don't have them in hell. Seems like you guys did something really cool here. I'm a big fan of the wheel, uh, the the online porn, and doors. But I'm I'm only clear on how one of those works. It's the porn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got four theories about why this happened and then you guys can choose which theory you think is true uh, -huh. uh the fire uh they weren't going to get a renewal on their lease for the building <laughs> so they set the fucking thing on fire <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> sounds right now it says right here that uh that uh in this in this satan Satan Club clause here that uh, we can't sacrifice cats. Is that negotiable? <laughs> okay, option number two. Uh, they wanted a more hellish appearance to the building, so they set it on fire. You can't. You, I. You can't freeze fire. You can't like. That's a real. It's a real temporary solution. Yeah. 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 Hey, look at it. It looks all Satan. Oh, well, where are we gonna meet now? <laughs> they just went down the hill. To somebody's house. Oh, okay. <laughs> why this fire was being, why the building was Set being Set that redone. on fire. <laughs> when can we go All back in? All my stuff was in there. <laughs> uh, option number four. They were burning a lady in a barrel. And oops, the place got on fire. Seems likely. Okay. And the last one. A, at Black Mass, a footman spilled a drink on the leader's chest. Okay. Uh, and is you know, messed up his nice coat. Mm. So... The leader gets fucking pissed and pours brandy all over the footman and then lights his ass on fire. But the members were so damn drunk that uh -huh. they couldn't get out. So like a bunch of the members died and the place went up in smoke. But that's so is that what really happened? You tell me. Uh, I I'm it's either the first or the I'm last. I'm going to go with I, uh, the least thing. These gentlemen seem stupid enough to <laughs> to break their lease <laughs> they don't seem like reputable guys that uh, are gonna honor the con the terms of a contract so yeah i'm gonna go with burn the place down no. for the least least damage tucker sam i'm gonna go oh, with yeah. the last one where they just are such dicks that they end up killing themselves i really want that one to be the one um it could be <laughs> but i think i'm gonna go with the first one the lease Actually, gentlemen, those are all four of those are stories about why the fire happened, but they cannot tell you what really happened. So you suck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you also broke the, is it Dabney Coleman or Gerald McRaney rules? Yes. Damn so, it. But they, the one that gets repeated the most is the, 
he got pissed off at a footman and tried to burn him alive and then the guy ran all over the place and the which doesn't make sense trapped. to me because like maybe alcohol was different back then maybe it was more like everclear um but f- alcohol really doesn't burn that good like you can't brandy won't burn it's only 20 percent. no brandy's 40 i drink it it's it's 40 proof it won't it I mean, not forty. Got to be proof, over sixty percent uh, to burn, right? Yeah, I think I think it has to be high, which means like so. That's what I'm saying. If it, if it's like grain alcohol, maybe is what they were drinking back then. But people always they like you can't just make a molotov cocktail with vodka. It doesn't work that way. No, one fifty one is the one that burns yeah. easily. Yeah. So I call bullshit. One fifty one and up is where you start fires. Yeah. Well, maybe they just wanted out of their lease. I uh, yeah. This club is dumb. So the club <laughs> dies, like I said, with the original founder, and then he has uh, thirty years. Uh, in, in uh, sorry, in seventeen seventy one. So sometime later, he's got a son named Thomas Buck Whaley. Hey, I'm Tom Buck. Tom hey, Buck. Where do you keep your teenage girls? Tom and he Buck. restarts the club in, in seventeen seventy one, and it goes for thirty years. Okay. And they shut it down when he dies, and then it doesn't reboot. So not very exciting chapter for Tom Buck. Tom Buck renames the group because they can't call it the Hellfire Club, right? That's already been done. Hey, why not? So they call it the Holy Fathers. The Holy Fathers. The Holy Fathers. Huh. Fish and chips. <laughs> That's <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> That's not better no. at all. So uh, to celebrate this new club right and to really get the members going they kidnapped and murdered charles Lindbergh's son and ate the farmer's daughter the one with razor oh. blades in her pussy <laughs> yes that one <laughs> wow they couldn't rape her because of the razor blades but uh let's eat her <laughs> they did eat her and nobody said anything because you know these guys are all like fucking wealthy and shit, right? But he, the, the son, ends up when he's on his deathbed, he's like, "I did it. I we kidnapped her, we murdered her, and we ate her as part of a ritual." And I feel kind of bad about it, and I don't want to go to hell because the devil's not that nice, and he doesn't show up at my events. Uh, so he he confesses, and then they shut the club down. I I feel really bad about eating the farmer's daughter, mostly because I put too much pepper on her. My bad. <laughs> so now I will now tell you, gentlemen, about the spooky ghosts. No, there's spooky ghosts too. Oh, there was spooky ghosts. Uh-huh. Yes, I had to give you the background. Oh, okay. Uh, the one apparition that everybody sees is a giant black cat. Okay, giant, not just a black cat. It's a, it's a giant, giant black cat. So does that imply that they murdered a giant black wow. cat? Yes, or during the exorcism death? with the priest, like. A panther? Right. <laughs> it doesn't or, say. Or a tiger yeah, painted how... black. Or is it like a kaiju? <laughs> <laughs> how giant is it? <laughs> it wasn't real specific. That's the biggest damn ghost I've ever seen. It's it's, it's destroying Tokyo. <laughs> I have not Look seen at the that. size of that one. <laughs> The end. <laughs> oh, boy. You know how to write them, honey. <laughs> but it was a great story about rich assholes that, you know, had sex with people and killed cats and ate a farmer's daughter. <laughs> Allegedly. 
I haven't seen any. I haven't seen a body yet. Mostly because she got churned into poop. Um, that's your show, guys. Thank you again, Tucker, for uh, uh, being here this week and all the other weeks that you are here. Uh-huh. You uh, are an unsung hero of this podcast, which is actually not true because the fans really like you. Uh, You're a podcast oh, hero. With stars in his eyes? <laughs> I don't know if anybody actually wants yeah. to be a podcast hero. With his one microphone. <laughs> he blew them you away. You see me strutting down the street. <laughs> Singing that in my head. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> podcast hero. Yeah, you can sing that. It's like makes the blow of hosting fees less harsh. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I'm a hero. How much to host this fucking Funny. thing? <laughs> okay, so next week on the show, uh, I'm gonna uh, just I'm going to uh, pass, I guess, uh, on my pet pick and make it Sam's pick. Uh, you got a Christmas movie lined up at all, Sammy? No, is the face. I do not. Okay, well, we will try to do a Christmas movie next, if possible. We're running low on those, so we'll see where we're at. I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, Thanks for listening again uh, and sticking with us through the whole thing. Jackie, you said wanted to say something? Uh, Sam, there's one on uh, the Netflix called The Rodeo Christmas. (laughs) I've had some on my Amazon list. I'm going to see if they're still there. There's some real shitty ones out there. Okay. (laughs) All right, guys, have a great week. Get to the chopper. Chopper.